What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. Uh, I'm, I got a what's wrong with my audio? What's going on here? Can you guys hear me? Shout out to the coach gang for being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to the Wake Up Show, part of the Free Agent Lifestyle podcast here on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. As I was going on, YouTube said the audio stream here bit rate is low. All right, they already trying to mess with us. All right, anyway, they already trying to mess with me. Do me a favor. Hit the like button in the building. Let me do my intro somewhat over here. Welcome to the Wake Up Show, part of the Free Agent Lifestyle Podcast here on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. You're here with the Bruce Wayne of this ish, the king of content. Subscribe to all my channels and the speaker of truth. Yours truly, the author of the Free Agent Lifestyle, CGA in the building, the notorious CGA. Anyway, we got a great show today. New, 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 new world order. You think we'll hit four hours today? <laughs> all right. Since I changed my format, I'm going longer in the morning, shorter in the evenings. All right. I'm working it out. I'm trying to get good at it. It'll take some time. It'll take some time. All right, man. Shout out to the coach gang. Appreciate y'all for being here. And that's you. All right. And shout out to the 10 toes up ladies and shout out to all the ladies that are married. Uh, shout out to the, my married ladies. Make sure you get permission to watch my handsome self, the chocolate skin milk dud head, head him. Himself get permission. And on All right, get permission from your and on All right, man. Hey, yo, we got a great show. What is up with me along? She getting cheated on. All right, because she married an equal partnership. I want an equal partnership. I want someone on my level or just slightly above my level. All right. And then guess what? He still cheated on you. By the way, black folks, can y'all put me along to the side just a little bit? I've been, this is not the first time I said this. All right. I said this about two years ago. Put me along to the side. Let her, let her go. Let her go. <laughs> She's way past. Somebody said they're not married. Might as well be. <laughs> right. On my show, they're married. Put her to the side. She's no longer a sex symbol. Okay. <laughs> but, but, but y'all won't let her go, man. Y'all be y'all be letting y'all be letting black women go way out into 50 and 60. Oh my God. The lady that was in boomerang. Oh, she's still sexy. I hit y'all brothers, man. Cannot y'all y'all need to get control of y'all salami. Your man Emi Adoka, whatever his name is. I can't even pronounce his name. Emi Adoka out here throwing it back at work, digging out probably a mush mouth looking Kaylee at, at best. I don't even know, man. I don't have the picture yet. I guarantee you she's not an attractive white woman, right? Anyway, we have a poll up right now predicting. I don't have any pictures. I tried to look it up. Ime Yudoka, who did he have an affair with? It Was it a Kaylee or a Miss Quang? Miss Thang. All right, was it a Miss Thang? Was it a Ling Ling or was it a Marissa? All right, well, who is it? Ime Yudoka. She's a mixed sister. Oh, he hit a mixed sister. So we, we anyway, Kaylee's running away with it right there because we're assuming Boston. By the way, is um, if I snap off of here, if my stream pops off, my computer is overworking, I'll pop back on within three to four minutes. So hang tight. Do me a favor, hit the like button. I appreciate y'all for being here. All right, to co to contribute to today's show, Dollar Sign CGA Live on the Cash App, Venmo, Venmo is Coach Greg Adams TV. And then also, 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 PayPal, paypal.me backslash Coach Greg Adams to Super Chat. Go over to the Notorious CGA channel. All right, so I appreciate y'all for being here, man. We got a great show today, man. We got a lot to cover. Let me go ahead and put the topics up. 
Emi Yudoka's story will come third. That's when the most of the live audience is here. And of course, there'll be timestamps later for you to jump ahead if you want to do this. And by the way, I'm probably going to clip the Emi Yudoka story and put it on the CGA Sports channel, which is monetized today, this morning. Shout out to you guys. Not, not, not a buzzer. Not a buzzer. Her name is Allison Feaster. Oh, wait a minute. Her? Hold on for a second. Yeah, they throttling me already. They already got me. So he, oh, I know her. Is that who he smashed? He smashed Allison Feaster. She's a baddie. She's from, uh, she went to Harvard. Oh, yeah, she a baddie. All right, she was baddie back in the day. Oh, I see. Oh, he was he was digging out. He was digging out Allison Feaster. Yeah, she was a little hooper back in the day when she played at Harvard. See, I coach women's basketball, so I know. Um, yeah, she was a little baddie back in the day. I see her. She's she's on the Boston Celtics staff. Hey, by the way, this goes again. Um, you know, they 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 were forced to not forced, but they started putting female assistant coaches on on every NBA team probably about three years ago. And already, already, already a coach is digging out their female assistant. Mm. <laughs> oh my God. He's smashing Allison Feaster. We get to that story, man. Shout out to Allison Feaster. Bad, bad the way, Ben. In her younger days, look her up. Look her up. She's a good looking woman. All right. Especially for a, uh, oh, she's married too. Oh my God. Especially for, this proves what I talk about over here. Work, work women and men can't work together. Especially that they can't. And it also proves monogamy's dead. All right, just go ahead and bury it. I know people don't like to hear these things and they're like, well, this is just one story. Okay, this is one story of an equal partnership, top level, somewhat top level actress. I mean, her time has passed. It's been a long time since that jogging scene in Friday. All right, come on, stop. And then now you have workplace sexual. Con oh my God. Wow. And he's about to get suspended for the year because this is a big violation. I know people are like, what, for having sex with someone? Well, both of them are in a high-profile relationship. Both of them are in high-profile jobs. And she's on the staff. Like, she's not working in the marketing department. Like, Allison Feaster, if this is true, she's on the staff, the coaching staff. You can't have this. Listen, <laughs> that, that dude, you're crossing the line. You're crossing the line. Anyway, uh... Somebody says, my channel's bugging out. Boy, they getting me, man. Hold on for a second. You're crossing the line. All right, I can hear me. I can hear me. Watch this. He says, my channel's bugging out. Boy, they getting me, man. Hold on for a second. All right, I get it. I get it. So anyway, man, shout, shout out to you brothers here. Let's get to the earlier contributors today's show. All right. Oh, we're going to start over on Venmo. We're going to start over on Venmo in the building. Shout out to Albert Ingram. He says, shout out to the coach gang. Appreciate you for being here always and on early. And shout out to Brian Horsley. He, co he, but listen, he sponsors the show and he dropped his bag. I'm rich, bitch. Yeah, my man dropped his bag. I got to give you another one. I'm rich, bitch. All right, shout out to you. He says, today's blue chip stream was life-changing and inspirational. Thank you for teaching me the compound 24-hour strategy. And I missed that you, you sponsored yesterday's show too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right. I had to give it. You You should see the bag he dropped. All right. Shout out to you. My friends overcharged me. Also says uh, that blue chip stream yesterday or earlier was one of the best one yet. But I think you missed a few demos. But I got you already. I think I caught up to you uh, yesterday on the evening show. All right. Shout out to everybody on PayPal Z in the building. 
All right. I paid someone. Somebody got paid. Was it a junior college chick? Or was it one of my editors? You make the call. <laughs> All right. What do we got here? No. Oh, uh, the Working Man podcast says it's Allison Feaster is the name of the chick he cheated with. Um, we're going to have to pull it up. We'll pull it up later in the show. We'll pull up Allison Feaster because I got to close some tabs. My computer's like, do not pull up another tab. We shutting down. <laughs> All right. Shout out to you. So uh, we'll pull her up and I'll show you what she looked like when she was younger. She was she she thick too. She was thick back in the day. She probably still in good shape and she's a smart woman. I mean, she graduated from Harvard or she played at Harvard at least. Harvard. Is that how they say it in Boston? Harvard. By the way, if you want a good community, if you want a good college area, uh Boston is one of the best college areas. <laughs> right? So Bollet Boston has a great college area because they got so many universities and these are so-called smart people. New, 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 new world order. <laughs> okay. These are smart people. And um, you got so many universities right down. You got Boston college kind of down the hill. Then you go up Boston universities there, Northeastern's over there. Um, then you got down the road is Harvard, Harvard. And there's one I'm missing BU. Northeastern, Boston College, Harvard. There's one I'm missing. Who am I missing? Boston people are like, you're missing this one. I don't know. I don't know. But Boston, and, and they're all mostly in walking distance. Mostly in walking distance. Harvard's down the road a little bit. But, oh, MIT, how dare I? They're like, how dare you? And that's you. And they're kind of on the road. They're kind of walking distance. UMass is a little bit further away. But, um... But MIT, thank you. All the Boston people are like, how dare you, coach? And that's you. <laughs> My how dare you is gone. Uh, but uh, these these are in walking distance. Harvard's a little bit, probably a bus ride away. But uh, you, can got, you can hop from college to college. You'd be like, boop, 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 like Frogger. <laughs> Holy Cross is down there too. Anyway, shout out to everybody in Boston. Yeah, Boston, now I got Boston pissed off. And let me tell you something. Boston is easy to piss off. Boston, I mean, you don't have to do nothing. You're just walking down there. You just walk into Boston and say, I'm from California. They're pissed. They'll fight you in the street. All right, don't mess with anybody from Boston. You know, don't piss them off. They pissed off. They wake up pissed off in Boston. <laughs> All right, anyway. Like, you don't even do nothing. They pissed. What is this over here? All right, I got, what is a Boston? What is this? This is Boston over here. I, why is everything over here? Shout out to uh, XL Pro Services in the building. Over on the Cash App, and shout out to Raul says, Coach, I want my reparations too from Cali and Tejas. All right, you want your land back? <clears throat> study the study, study the area of Malibu. Malibu, man, they they do the rancheros. There was one ranchero that owned the whole Malibu. He owned he owned all of it, and he went into debt. You should see how much the debt is. It's actually despicable. <laughs> the amount of the the little amount of debt, which was big money back then, and um. He had cows and all of that stuff all on the ranch. He got in a little bit of debt. He had to sell it to white folks. The rest is history. Now, I'm sure at some particular point, they're going to be like, give me reparations. Y'all stole that ranchero's land in Malibu and put all that $10 million houses all over it. <laughs> they're going to be like, you stole it from the ranchero. He was desperate. It wasn't his fault. Pimp Skywalker is in the building. He says, even Iran is losing control to Womenism. He says women are burning their hijabs in protest of government. And of course, he says looking good while doing it. I'll say 
So I'll say so. And by the way, um, I think what happened was there was a girl, uh, there was a moral law, some young girl in Iran broke, and then they uh they went in upside her head, and the women ain't having it no more. So they taking off their hijab, hijab, <laughs> hijabs. They're taking them off and burning them. All right, that's 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 um that's step number one of feminism. Remember burning bras? I mean, now you got listen, it's over for it's over for Iran. It's over. Give it 40 more years, and they'll be out there sashaying and shantaying. All right, it's it's you know, y'all had a good run too. But uh this is the hey, the future is female. <laughs> the future is female. All right, shout out to ACDC. He says Nia long benched Zendaya is starting. Oh, they they went a little bit more upside their head, her head. All right, they went a little bit more upside her head. All right, they deleted her. All right, but um, <laughs> we're gonna get to Yudoka in a minute. Shout out to DGC more as a Laker fan. I am always happy when the Celtics are down bad. He says, shout out to Emi, and the Celtics are down bad, and they went to the finals last year, if I'm not mistaken, in this first year. Boy, man, what a Dude, I tell you, you ninjas. <laughs> you ninjas, y'all can't. Let me put the disclaimer up. For the, they're like, this guy's reprehensible. You guys can't keep it in your pants for 10 seconds. For 10 seconds. You cannot prevent. Y'all always got to go get some tail. You know, this is forever going to be the player in the pimps. Uh, this is going to be your problem. All right, this is. Forever, most of you guys are going to live this out. This is going to be you. I'm a horny old man. I'm 61 years old. And you have some big motherfucking titties. <laughs> That's forever. That's forever, you guys. Listen, there's there's got to be an Allison Feaster somewhere not working with you. You know what I mean? You're going to get close. You got to be able to look, well, God, this ain't going to work. I, I, you got a job like... How much does he make coaching the damn Celtics? $4 million? Five? He went to the NBA Finals? They won two games in the Finals? And you smashing this. Dude, how, ma how many times you guys going to fumble the bag? You guys will fumble the bag. Let me show you this Instagram. You guys will fumble the bag at any hint of a little bit of stank on some fingers. <laughs> the nasty boys are here. A little bit of stank, and y'all go running. A little bit of stank, and y'all go running. All right, and then you will lose your whole damn job. All right, so there's this there's little skit right here. I'm gonna show it to you because it's on my phone. Here we go. Hold up for a second. Watch this brother right here. Hold up. Let me see if I can do it. I'm gonna have to replay it. All right. So look, he jumped over the damn escalator for a little bit of stank. What's up? Man, what's so how big is it? You gonna answer the question? It's a nice size. You gotta find out. So how are we gonna do that? All we gotta do is skate out. You know what I mean? Come on, let's go. Let's go. Y'all throw your whole life away, and she all BBL'd and implanted up. I mean, y'all throw your whole life away for some tail. <laughs> he didn't jump over the escalator rail. Somebody says she thick. Oh, she's it's too much. It's too much. That's too much thickness. All right. That ain't even real thickness. I like real natural thickness. You know what I mean? I want it to be. I don't you know what I mean? It's There's no explaining this. All right. Here we go. DGC more. 
He says certain ninjas don't know how to conduct themselves in the workplace. We're going to find out that young women now don't know how to conduct themselves either, which is a recipe for disaster for ninjas. Because you guys are the ones that are going to be exploited first. They're going to get you guys first. Be, be real mahogany. Knee uh, along with. Knee along is what Timberland boots are in the community. The hood's favorite. Yeah, but knee along like y'all got to look at a current or a knee along like. Like she's still a good looking woman. Knee along. I know you're watching me. I know you're watching me. Shout out to you. But look at her currently, though. Like y'all still imagining her jogging down the street in a sports bra. And that was like 30 years ago. <laughs> y'all got to put I got to put her on the side over here. Y'all got to be like, OK, she had her time. Zendaya, here you go. Go ahead and run with it. What's her name? The little girl in Mermaid? Haley Bailey? Haley Bailey, it's your time to shine. The problem with ninjas is y'all don't know how to step to the side. <laughs> y'all don't know how to be like, all right, we had our time. You know what I mean? It's the young, it's the young girl's time. It's the young men's time to shine. You know what I mean? Let the young dudes walk around here on their tippy toes behind their girl with tight pants around their calves. It's your time to shine. You know what I mean? Air Force Ones, 50, 11 pairs of Jordans. It's y'all's time to shine. Step to the side. Y'all still riding out the whole, y'all still riding out Tribe Called Quest album, putting it on like it was yesterday's music. Hey, let me tell you something. Listen, this is great music. This is great music. But what I'm telling you is you put it on like it came out yesterday. Oh, man, kids, y'all need to listen to that. Now, this is what happens. This is like when, when I was a child. And y'all put on the brother, you know, the our parents put on the brothers Johnsons. It was like, ooh, 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 ooh. And y'all was like, strawberry letter 22. I'm sitting there like. That's that stuff. The whispers. And we began to rock. Steady. Steady rocking all night long. They be like the whispers. I'm like. Let me tell y'all something. That's old. Y'all put no tribe called Quest. And then y'all watching Love Jones with damn Lorenz Tate and Nia Long. Like, oh, oh, boy, she can get it. Put that shit to the side. Put them to the side. Y'all old. <laughs> all right. Chill, man. Y'all would be writing stuff like it's yesterday. I see y'all old players running around here. Old players, y'all still old. Got your hat cocked. Y'all be gotten the whole, yeah. <laughs> like the old swag. That's old swag. Young dudes look at you like you're crazy. Shout out to the young brothers out here. All right, where are we at here? All right, last couple. ACDC says monogamy is dead is no more gummy. No more gummy. He says my contribution to the CGA dictionary coach. Yeah, man. A shout out to you. Thank you, man. All right. Henry Resilient says, what man turning Allison Feaster down while on the road? I listen, I don't listen. I'm telling you, man, I've been in those situations. Uh the, the reason he's gonna they're gonna be heavy-handed on him because this is one of the violations that they could not have. They could not have the head coach in one of the female basketball assistants they they're gonna go down hard if he if he even comes back i don't i under the impression 
he probably won't recover from this. I know people are like, really? It's that bad? You know, it was just a little bit. They can't politically. They cannot have this. They wanted to promote this idea that men and women can work together and, and women coaches can be on the staff without this sort of relationship. And that was a major violation. We'll get to that later. Somebody said, I don't see the issue. First of all, first of all, workplace sex is bad anyway. But here's the deal. In, in, the, in the olden days, yes, this could easily happen. But I don't know if you guys know. Yeah, they got to make a statement. For, for a head coach, as a person that's been in the coaching industry, I don't know if you guys know. You many times, and not so much in professional sports these days, but you are the face of the franchise. Other than a player, you are are the the you are the man especially in college sports most people know colleges based on the football or basketball coach depending if it's a football or a basketball school you are the face of the franchise as a matter of fact i told you guys to read bill walsh's walsh's book you're the ceo essentially you're the ceo and you're the most recognizable figure other than the players meaning in terms of management Everybody assumes you're the manager. And in the olden days, the coach was the manager of the entire franchise. He made all the decisions. But now, not so much. The general managers and the owner, they kind of they have a meeting of the minds. But everyone under you as a subordinate, everyone under you, that goes for the woman that puts stamps on envelopes. They're subordinate. And in this culture, you cannot be with a subordinate. Now, it turns out that this woman is also on the coaching staff, not just on the office staff or the marketing team or something like that. She's directly underneath him, and they're trying to push for women. They're literally last year were trying to push Becky Hammond into the head coaching job, right? So they're trying to push her into the head coaching job, and they're trying to say women can coach men. And now you got one sleeping with one? Nah. Adam's about to get paid, by the way. They're going to pay her off to shut the hell up. They go shut, they go pay her off to shut the hell up. This is a this is a bad look for the league. And so they're gonna go, they're gonna go down heavy-handed on him just to prove a point. Just to prove a point. It's it's what it is, man. I know, man. This culture look, you gotta realize everything is not just a single issue. We'll we'll get to it. It's not just okay, they slept with each other. Dude, this is a whole political uh how it looks. There's a whole bunch of the agenda they've been pushing for the last three years. They basically took a sh on all of that. And she's going to play the victim, right? We know she's going to play the victim and say, well, I was manipulated, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, they'll, they'll make her a head coach. And this has been proven before. So anyway, and Becky Hammond won the NBA, WNBA championship this year in her rookie year. So you got some, you got a lot of collision course things that are happening now. And uh, wow, what a mess. What a shame. All right, it, it all started with some ninja couldn't keep his salami in his pants. And don't tell me he couldn't be at the junior college. Dude, he's in Boston. There's a bunch of junior college chicks everywhere in Boston. Everywhere. There's no lack of junior college women in Boston. All right, so uh, let's see here. For some reason, I don't have the tab. Oh, here we go. Oh, we, okay. All right, so here's the, we're already at the first point. Okay, so let's go ahead and roll this screen right here. We're going to start off with Straggle and Sniggle Theater. Yeah, we in Straggle and Sniggle Theater here. Let's go to point number one. We got a couple of points to make on Straggle and Sniggle Theater right here. All right, I got to share my screen, though. 
Let me see what. Oh, uh, here's the first bit about straggling Sniggle Theater. Somebody mentioned this yesterday. And uh, Lord, <laughs> we going back in on the ninjas. Uh, the community is dead. Now, remember the comedian Monique? The comedian Monique was talking about black women and being presentable in public and watch how your images and be appropriately dressed during travel and airport. And all the women went crazy, right? <laughs> they went crazy. I, I want to wear my bonnet. Just back in the day when pickaninnies used to wear the little cotton. <laughs> I want to wear my pickaninny braids. All right. But here we are now. Here we are now. 80 years later. Now we have a bonnet memoji. I mean, listen, boy, I tell you. It's over for the brothers. It's over. You're not reeling them back in. First of all, they can't take knock Nia along off her pedestal when she's 50, 11 years old. Now they got a bonnet memoji. I mean, where do we go with here? Listen, <laughs> you're not reeling them sisters back in. Them sisters have staked their claim on however they want to look, and they're going to ride this out. And they're like, hey, we made it in the world. Uh, they made it separate from you. And this is the out of all the things. And even Joe Biden knows this right here. I've done some dumb things, and I'll do dumb things again. By the way, uh, Joe Biden has announced yesterday, we, I, I think he missed it, was Black Woman's National Equal pay, pay Day. Hold up for a second. Black Woman's National Equal Pay Day. I got money. Uh, what about Black Men's Equal Pay Day? Black men make way less than their male counterparts. No Equal Pay Day for us? Mm. Lord have mercy. But uh, here we go now. Now you have Black Women's Equal Pay Day. Joe Biden was like. <laughs> and then now you got bonnet wearing memojis. Yo, it's time to leave. What are y'all holding on to? And you have no say in this, gentlemen. This fight is done. It's dead. What the? They're not trying to do better by you. You're losing the battle. You don't want them to wear fake hair. You don't want them to wear their natural hair. You don't want them to wear bonnets. I mean, they're in, they're kind of in a pickle. I will have to admit they're kind of in a pickle. Like they're like, what do you want us to do? So this is why they don't give a damn. They put on Kool Aid uh, wearing lace front bonnets or wigs. You can't compete. They're gonna do whatever they want. They've been telling you that, that, don't tell us what to do. So much so that the corporation Apple has given them a bonnet. Memoji. I'm telling you, man, it's over. Forget it. I don't know why you keep putting up with this fight. They belong. They belong to these streets, first of all. In these streets. And they and they also belong to the government. They also belong to the corporations. They're they're not yours. I've been saying that for a long time. And I don't mean any harm. I never mean any harm about this. But um, they don't they 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 in a sense have always played this plantation politics in which they've been getting the upper hand and the leverage left and right and then you come in with lack of leverage they look at you and they resent you but they have to have use for you and then they never really follow what you do because there's more loyalty to the government corporations universities you name it welfare system there's more loyalty to them and they feel more safe and secure under that model therefore you can't tell them what to do and it's now they got our own bottom emoji i'm gonna just say go ahead and give this an l all right, so next straggling sniggle theater, we're going to go to the dating app profile of the day. We'll go to the dating app profile of the day. This is a little bit, many people can't read this, so um, I'm going to have to attempt to read it for you. How about that? 
uh, this woman's 36. Uh, somebody cropped it, shared this on the coach, uh, gregadams.locals.com board. And I can see some feet. So I'm assuming she's either light-skinned or white. Can't tell. She's less than a kilometer away. So this doesn't look like uh, it might be overseas since they have kilometers, but I can't tell. And it says in the about me section, just spoil me like I need to be. Okay, you already know that she's coming from a sense of delusion. If she's on a dating app looking to be spoiled, a dating app is a meat clapping market. That's all it is. And uh, there's places you for you to be spoiled, but you are kind of hit the expe- expiration date on this one. But that's neither here nor there. We can't tell them anything. She says, I go with the flow. I'm the chillest person you'll ever meet unless you lie to me. Oh, or there it is right there. Game over. I'll never do that to you. I'll never take kids from you. Well, unless you cheat on me. That's always under the other lying thing here. If you cheat on me, I'll do anything to you. So she said she'd snap out on you if you lie to her. Okay. She says, looking for a chauffeur and someone to add me to their cell phone plan. Whatever O2 is sucks. O2 sucks. She's looking for a chauffeur and someone to add her onto their cell phone plan. Game over. Wow. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> what? From a dating app? What? 36? Nope. She also says, this is on a dating app. Imagine how delusional she is on the way out. She also says, I'm a teeth person. If I can't see them, I probably won't swipe right. So she has a she has a whole profile full of I'm the table. This is essentially I'm the table. And she's going to say, I can easily disqualify you. Uh, when women say these usually easily disqualifiers, uh, I'm going to easily disqualify you on some little shit, right? Uh, when you do it, you hate women. What is this? This is reprehensible behavior. But when they do it, they can say, I, I have options. I have this. And I could just easily swipe left on you or right. Oh, I can swipe left on you because oh, you're a liar. You won't drive me around. You won't add me to your phone and teeth. <laughs> Dating apps are absolute garbage. I don't even know. I mean, listen, if you're just curious and you want to throw it out there and get you a slow Tuesday or something like that. Dating apps are I think ap- dating apps are absolute garbage. They are an absolute waste of good time. And most of the time, if you aren't in the upper echelon of men, it's going to lead to frustration and lowering your self-esteem because what's going to happen is trash is going to treat you like garbage. I mean, like you're like, all right, you're obviously a piece of trash and they're up there like, I'm going to qualify you. I'll qualify you. I have the leverage. I have the leg up. Absolute garbage. All right. Um, Don't take any dating app seriously. It's not a serious endeavor. All right, it's only for hopeless romantics, and I think hopeless romantics are the most dangerous people on the dating marketplace, whether male or female. Whether male or female, it's the hopeless romantic are the most dangerous people in the dating marketplace. All right, let's go to the next story. Uh, Gen Z, Gen Z again, y'all about to take an L. I've gotten all the generations, so don't worry. I even got Generation X, my generation. Uh, but Gen Z is lost. This is what they consider work attire. So uh, what they're having is a problem with um, the Gen Z women because these women are used to being displaying themselves and marketing themselves and Instagram hookering that the corporate jobs that many of us are into, you're going to work trying to go to work 
And these women are out here showcasing themselves like they're on a runway because they're used to doing this. And I've said this statement before, too. Just so you don't attribute it to someone else. I said this probably two or three years ago. A lot of women can't distinguish what's between club attire and proper business attire. So you'll see them cross over, meaning I've been into situations where there was domestic violation court and the woman will come in and she's dressed like she just got out of a nightclub. She's got really tall heels. She's got a short skirt. She's got that little, you know, that little, uh, what do they call it? Uh, kind of like that. We call it a sports coat, but it's like a little coat, but it's real short. It's cut short. I can't even think of what the name is. I, I'm bad at naming clothes or naming anything. So they they wear that little that little uh, looks like a jacket, looks like a coat. What 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 is it called? <laughs> I can't even blazer. Thank you, Mark. Mm. Something slipped my mind. They wear a the little blazer, and but it's it don't close. It's not closable, and it don't go all the way to the. It goes right to the belt line of the skirt, so it's short. It's like a kid's jacket, and then they'll have a crop. They'll have a tube top or a spaghetti strap with their titties hanging out because the coat won't close. Like this one woman has one on right here. This is this is what I'm kind of talking about. This woman, but it would be short. This so they'll go to court, they'll go to work, they'll go to job interviews, just like this right here, like right here, where, where this girl is. Hold on for a second. They'll go to work and jobs. They'll go like this. What the fuck? And then you look at them because you have eyes connected to your brain. It's a natural response. They act like you're supposed to not look. They got titties out, legs all out. You're seeing thighs, booty meat. You're seeing all kind of toddies out here. You're going to look naturally. And then guess what's going to happen next? You already know what's going to happen next. If you're the wrong dude at that job, human resources are going to come down and they're going to be like, how dare you look at that woman? You've been harassing her. You coming right now. And the reason why she got hired, hired for the job is this attire right here. Because there's some old manager simp. All right, that was like, she's the best woman for the job. HR coming right down, and they're going to they're gonna trample down all the way to your office. These ladies right here, the 40, 50, 11 women right here. They're going to run down to your office, and they're going to call you all kind of pervs and kick you out your job. And call you a metaphile. Yes, they're going to call you a metaphile too. She's a child. She just graduated from college. You're looking at that child like she's a piece of meat. You're like, that is not a child, <laughs> right? That be a grown ass woman. Now you are an old maid. So I need something in between this or a little bit longer, right? Right. Let me just call it like this is either I'm looking at this or I'm looking at this at work. Like which one is it? That is an adult. If you hired her, it's an adult. That's not a child. That's somebody's daughter. Well, it ain't mine. <laughs> you should be concerned if it's mine. All right, but it ain't my daughter. That's somebody's daughter. And by the way, every woman is somebody's daughter. <laughs> All right, here we go. Gen Z insists on wearing sexy clubbing outfits to office, to the office. Like who's going to stop me? Let's Go dig deep into this one. And I would dig deep into both of these ladies. All right. Anyway. All right. In a recent TikTok video, uh, Danny Clarique, a young interior decorator, creative director, gleefully shared her workday outfit. 
And yeah, when she started sharing all of this shit, I was like, man, boy, y'all got too many names for stuff. If I had a corporate job, this is what I would go dressed to work as, the TikToker said confidently in the post, which garnered more than 200,000 likes. Like, who's going to stop me? That's the problem with American women. Like, you really can't stop them at this point, all right? Because the first problem you're going to have is the simp. Yeah. The simp is going to show up like this. He's going to show up like the Noid on that uh, the, the, the $20,000 pyramid. Or whatever that game was, the Noid. All right, I can't remember. Was the Noid on the pyramid? The simp is gonna show up. You're gonna be like, "Oh my god, look at them girls!" You be like, "Ooh, I love her cause she got her own. She ain't getting mine. She gonna leave mine alone." And he's gonna be like, "That's somebody's daughter. She can wear what she wants to wear. You don't have to look, and you're looking at the simp is gonna come in with his cape." Like the Legion of Doom, the Legion of Simps are going to come in. <laughs> oh, goodness, Jesus. So anyway, oh, it was pressure luck. The Noid comes in, and, and the Simps going to come dancing across your screen to come and cake for her. Yeah, and it's going to be absolutely devastating to the argument. So that's the first problem. The second problem is you're going to have is the normies, the NPCs, the knuckle draggers. All the missing links and the oxygen oxygen thieves that are gonna just go ahead and say all of the shaming language, shaming language that's right there on the tip of their tongue. Oh, you a manophile. Oh, they can wear what they want to wear. And just because, and and no, what, what is it? Um no uterus, no opinion. <laughs> no uterus, no opinion. Like that's the first thing that comes to your mind and they think that's a shutdown argument uh it is not that's not a shutdown argument that's a stupid argument but you're gonna pay though i'm the woman you have no opinion but but you got plenty of opinions on me looking at this young adult that's somebody's daughter that ain't no argument shut up it ain't mine and neither is none of her friends either she's fair game <clears throat> anyway I walk, I walk up. Can we talk for a minute? Girl, I want to know your name. Can we talk for a minute? I just want to beat that thing up one time. All right, let's go in here. Yeah, I'll pay a little rent. Hey, check it out. Hey, I'll pay a little rent. Your rent's due, motherfucker. All right, what, what are we talking about these Gen Zers? It says Gen Z is getting back to work and back to the office, but they're not dressing for the part, at least by traditional standards. On TikTok, there are thousands of videos tagged, hashtag work outfit, that shows Generation Z and young millennials flaunting office attire, short skirts, sheer tops, and sweats. He says that would have once merited a serious conversation with HR about looking either too casual or too provocative. But that ship is sailed, especially when girls go to high school and they get dress coded and then they complain when they go to the gym wearing skimpy attire and they complain, oh my God, how dare them. And then they get away with it and then you give up, you give someone an inch and they take a country ass mile. Uh, most of these outfits are not provocative, but I would say, okay, this one is somewhat form-fitting enough. Oh, my shoulders are exposed. Are you distracted by my shoulders? Again, one of these goofy-ass blue pill arguments. Oh, my God, you need to control your libido if you're attracted to shoulders. If my shoulders are attract distracting you. 
your mother should raise you not to be attracted to women's shoulders. Ma'am, I know you're a normie. Men are attracted to shoulders. Men are attracted to skin. So is the modeling industry. It's all about skin. This is what men are attracted to. So with that being said, if the skin is like hairless, if you're a hairless monkey, which men tend to be hairy monkeys, when a man is a hairy monkey, he's probably going to be attracted to the hairless monkey, which that would be you. Yes, that's you. And that's you. So he's not perverted to have sexual attraction. What makes sexual attraction perverted? See, you guys think men could just shut it on and shut it off. You're the hairless monkey. I'm the hairy monkey. I, I see hairless monkey skin. Stop. Stop with the whole thing. He's perverted because, oh, my shoulders are distracting you. And so they show up and blame you. They be like, and that's you. They put it back on you. They kick the can down the road and they punt it over back to you. Punt. <laughs> By the way, I likes me a chocolate sister, too. All right. Look at that, sister. Good Lord. That chocolate skin right there. I like them chocolatey like that. Uh, a little lighter, a little bit. All right. But uh, anyway. I understand dress codes, but I think they have become outdated, says Keeley, a 31-year-old who lives in Fort Lauderdale and works in a corporate job and probably still lives with her parents. All right, Keeley, who likes to embrace her figure with form-fitting colors and bright colors or form-fitting clothes and bright colors, says it shouldn't matter what she wears so long as she gets her job done. Can't you see how you're being set up here? Can't you see how you're being set up? Because she says... She embraces her figure, her form, you know, because it's it's probably pretty decent at 31. And she says it shouldn't matter what she wears. It does matter because it matters to me. And she says she don't care about me. How a person dresses is a statement of themselves. And I want to look good so I can feel good. This is why you're going to get set up, bro. Yeah, I mean, because this doesn't help you on your job. Let's see if she has a video. Oh, and it has some music. So here he is. This is Keely, and I will say, why are you taking a video of yourself in your cubicle? What? Man, we're gone, man. These women thought thirst trapping at work in their cubicles. Man, I can't tell. It doesn't get more NPC than this. How much more NPC can you get? First of all, I mean, she's a good-looking girl. I'm not taking that away from her, but the attire is not that skimpy, though. I will say that. But she's intentionally trying to draw attention at the job. What are we doing? And then she's going to claim you're a pervert and sexually harassing her. This is the problem. It's not the fact that she what she's doing. We also know that there's plausible deniability. And she got a little gunt there, but I'll give her that. She think, you know, you know. These people are looking at me. They're harassing me. She says these, those working in human resources are observing the younger, younger generation approach to dress with a mixture of consternation and wonder. This is an older man, and it sounds like an old white man, so whatever he's about to say is wrong. <laughs> By definition of society, whatever this old white man is about to say is wrong. He says, quote, I have noticed a few issues among younger people. You're wrong. You're fired. <laughs> oh white men you are not allowed to have an opinion just walk the line walk the line you're fired what's his name dave bradshaw fired age 45 president of north star pmo an outstanding human resource firm based in boston you're fired 
He said he's observed younger workers dressing too casually. Yeah, you're fired. How dare you, old perverted gray hair, old gump. White man think he can talk. White man, shut up. You don't get to say nothing. You don't got no opinion on nothing. You're fired. <laughs> right here. Cindy Opeka of the Opeka Human Resources and Consulting in California. Now she has something to say has long been in favor of more relaxed dress codes in the office, of course. But she thinks sometimes the new generation, sometimes they put sometimes in there twice, sometimes seems more clueless than conscious of what they're doing. No, that's called plausible deniability. They know what they're doing, but they're trying to play both sides of the role, right? They're trying to straddle the line or straddle the fence. All right. So they're one foot in, one foot out. They want to feel sexy and look sexy and show off their feminine form, potentially grabbing the best available Chad that's in the corner executive office or a six. It's, they don't have any problem doing that. It's you who works in the mailroom. It's you, the janitor. It's you, the normie lemming in the dockers in the plaid shirt that is oogling her. You have no right to be looking at her. Okay, that that's you right there. Yeah. And that's you. So if it advantages her, it's fine. It's fair. They can straddle that line. And they're like, okay, it advantages me. But if it doesn't advantage her, it's foul. Kevin in sales. All right. It says right here, she observed some outfits of younger employees that are much more, quote, appropriate for clubbing than a professional setting. This is the problem with generations right here. And it says, but I think they might actually feel like they're dressing up because. That's what they would wear when they go out, said a 41-year-old, the 41-year-old. Let's see if we got another video here. Let's see here. Uh, this is a young woman in this qualification area here. Yeah, this is not office appropriate. I Listen, I'm an old school guy. I get it. Uh, what's going on over here? <laughs> All right, but um, this, this attire she has on, I wish I could pause it, but I can't pause it. These are not, no. No, that one is. So, yeah, that one is. That one's not. That one is mm, pushing the line. No, that's a that's a legal assistant. You're gonna get a sexual harassment. No, I was no, nope. Yeah, no, I would say <laughs> I would say seven out of ten. If there were ten there, seven out of ten were would probably inappropriate. Let's watch it again. By the way, I would beat that up ten thousand ways. All right, I would be at her sorority house in a jiffy. Without question. All right. That is the junior college. <laughs> For real. Let's go ahead here. I would fold that up like a love letter from the second grade. Yes, indeed. I fold all of that up. I could not work with her. <laughs> I could, what I, soon as she get hired, I'd be like, I'm fired. <laughs> Take it well from the team. Somebody says, can I enlarge these videos? Not really. No. <laughs> Shit. You got me in trouble now. I can't really enlarge the videos. It's TikTok. It's, it's recorded straight up, straight down, 6 o'clock. All right, that flat back right there, bro. That flat back right there. I tell you, man, I'd be at the sorority house in a jiffy, picking it up. <laughs> yeah, I put in my six weeks notice, my six weeks notice. I'm getting fired today. Thank you very much. Let's go ahead and complete this. Let's complete this package. Oh, I guess I can enlarge it a little bit more here. My bad. My bad. I'll show it again because I like to see it again. All right, here we go. Black dudes are like, really, coach? She a little too skinny for me. Not for me. I'm fired.
Yeah, and these be the nastiest ones on the marketplace, too, by the way. Oh, man, she's done some things at the sorority house. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> she too skinny. She ain't got no meat on the bone, coach. Mm-hmm. Where we at? Oh, yeah. Uh, anyway, where's let's go back to the article. Can you guys see it? We're going back to the article here, then we'll go to the Super Chats. Uh, here's the, another plain Jane flatback. Oh, the nastiest ones on here. Look at this. Mm. All right, and here's another one, uh, a thicker, cur- curvier woman. And then they're going to say, I got fired because I'm too curvy. This is form-fitting. I believe in my mind. She's got her face condom in her hand, too. Dead-ass giveaway of an NPC. And she's got her coffee drink right there. Another NPC. She's in NPC mode. She's fully plugged in. She's wearing plausible deniability outfit. There's going to be a woman that says, but what else can she wear? She's just naturally thick. She can't hide everything, right? Because she's fully covered. And I think sometimes, you know, more women with ample tops, they'll say, when I wear mock turtlenecks and form-fitting clothes, it's worse. But uh, this would be inappropriate. This deserves a blazer. You're, you're incomplete with this outfit. This deserves a blazer, okay? Mm. All right, anyway. Uh, here she is right here, the Puerto Rican chick or the Mexican chick built like SpongeBob SquarePants here, but you know, it is what it is. She ain't bad looking. Um, I, she's a six. She's a six in anyone's area code. Let's see what she's got. Good see. morning. Oh, oh, here's the flat back here. Let's see if I, can y'all see this? Oh, that's as large as I can get it. That's what she said or he said. Um, this flat back. Well, let me see here. Instantly put it on. Let's now, to that. keep it on theme, I grabbed this vintage CG set I thrifted for, for like $10. Cannot believe that happened. Wait, it's what? been in my closet for so long, and this is the first time I'm trying it on, and it fits perfectly. I'm not going to lie. I was a little scared when I first got these socks because I thought maybe I would look like a minion. I put these loafers on to look. This is the girl you meet at Barnes & Noble, and you be like, I'm going to show her a thing or two in the bedroom. And she come in there, and she she shows you a thing or two. Like a young, sophisticated woman. Now, and who thinks, wait, damn, I can't pause. I swear, it. if I had a corporate job, this is how I would go dress to work. Like, who's going to stop me? Added a bag. I feel like the brown one. Like, this is the arrogance. Who's going to stop me? Now, she said she's an interior decorator, which is not a corporate job. But she said, if I had a corporate job, I would go to work with a bra. A bra. She actually, at the beginning of the video, she called that bra a tank top. I want you to see it again. This is when I told you about younger generations of people when they wear camisoles and they call it a cami oh this cami i picked up at forever 21 so since they sell it it should be fair i'm like a cami is short for camisole which is lingerie and it looks like lingerie it literally got the whole lingerie trim line and all of that and they'd be like what's wrong with this <laughs> watch this this is another example she called that bra a tank top watch this hold on for a second let's see if i can play it again hold up one made me look oh, so sophisticated refreshing. and cute, but we had to do the white one because of the color coordination. And I'm not going to lie, I think the socks really make the outfit. What do we think? Here it comes. Oh, let's play it again. Good morning. Today, we're getting ready to go furniture shopping for my clients. Today, I woke up in this yellow tank top and it made me really oh. happy because yellow makes... Oh, she said she woke up in the yellow tank top. All right. So, I was my mistake. Makes me happy. And then I remembered that I had this lingerie set from Savage Fenty and I instantly put it on. Now, to keep it on theme, I grabbed this vintage CG set I thrifted for like $10. Cannot believe that happened. It's been in my closet for so long and this is the first time I'm trying it on and it fits perfectly. Hey guys, I know a lot of guys, you know, some guys are like, you know, those are, that's a, she's an easy target. Some guys are like, she's ugly. I'm going to tell you what, that girl right there has seen, she's seen some bedrooms in her life. 
<laughs> she's seen some times. This woman right here will show you some times. You'll be like, let me just take advantage of this nerd girl. You get over here, you playing Jane, and she will do, she'll do some things to you. I know this. I've been there, done that. All right. Anyway, let's wrap that topic up. I was like, I'm gonna teach this girl a lesson. And then by the end of it, you like <laughs> she swallow you up. You're like, oh. <laughs> like, what are you doing, girl? Oh my god, who taught you these things? You'd be like Jerry Lee Lewis. You don't look like this is your first time. Who taught you these things, young lady? <laughs> where we at? All right. Let's get to the super chats in the building. Thank you, man, for the contributions. Hey, where we at here? Monkey D on the super chat. What did you say? He says, I want to know how they got caught. I want to know how they got caught. Oh, man, that would be interesting to know. We'll get to that story. It's stories coming up next. If you're here, Warmonger says one of the most powerful things a man can do is turn down sags. It is. I don't know if you guys know that's a superpower. It is the superpower. When I discovered the superpower or just be like, ah, oh, no, that's all right. You should see, dude, when women, when you turn down a woman for sex, they be pissed. <laughs> they are pissed, especially if you're a brother. If you're a brother, you turn down a woman for sex, they are like, huh? What? They're like, hey, um, she'd be like, hey, baby, how you doing? Hey, I'm going to come over. You ready for me? You'd be like, nah, that's all right. Don't come. She like, what? What do you mean? This is reprehensible. How are you going to turn me down? Are you serious right now? This is unfreaking believable. You're turning me down? I had 10 other offers today, and I was going to come slide down your pole, and you got the nerve to turn me down? Are you serious? What, are you gay? You must be an incel or a virgin. I can't believe you got the nerve to turn me down. I was going to offer it to you, and I was going to be super-duper nasty, but you had the nerve to actually turn me down? <laughs> Yo, they be going nuts. So you be like, yeah. And then the next time you invite them over, they be doing monkey double backflips on you like it's a damn circus. They come in there like, whoa, 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 whoa. you know why? Because you turn their ass down. Yep. Somebody says it drives them crazy. You didn't put them in a box that now they like, what? Oh, you must be somebody. She was like, I was giving you a chance. I normally go for younger dudes and dudes that are in better shape, and you got the nerve to turn me down? Dude, I'm telling you, when you actually put women in their place, they like it. The sad part is they use plausible deniability, and at some point, they'll use it against you. So that's the problem. Like, they were like, I like guys to be rough and just throw it on them, throw me on the bed and throw me over their shoulder and take it. They don't like guys to be asking, oh, you think I can kiss you? You think I can hold your hand? You think I can hold you tight? Can you want to cuddle? Women will be like, nah, that's so weird. I just don't want to be asked all these questions. Just take it. Then you take it from them. You be like, get in the room. You, you grab them by the scruff of their neck, throw them on the bed, finish it up, right down the gullet. Then you get the wrong one. He took it from me. He had the nerve to grab me by the scruff of my neck. He didn't even ask. I didn't even have a chance to say no. He should have known by my body language that I was just not ready to give it up at that time, but he continued. Nope. He like. <laughs> he continued to go, and I was giving him very descriptive body language and facial features to tell him I was not satisfied with this particular activity, and he had the nerve to grab and to take me. <laughs> like, what? What is it, ladies? What's it gonna be? This the problem. This the problem that women have because 
you guys don't know, women run hot, then they run cold. We are running the same hot. We're running the same temperature. Like we're forever at 71, 72 degrees. You walk into the office, damn, it's a comfortable temperature in here. It's a fantastic temperature. As a matter of fact, it couldn't get any hotter or colder. That's how you are walking in the work 30 days a day, 30 days a month. Well, women, the entire month, it's too cold. It's too hot. It's too warm. I'm sweating. It could be colder. Can you turn it down a little bit? No, no, don't turn it back up. <laughs> so you just like, you never know what you're getting. So the one minute you're getting, I want them to take it. Just take it from me. Take it at three in the morning. Just wake me up and take it. All right. The next day you go, you be like, all right, let me go on and get it. It's three in the morning. Let me get me a little early morning bus, then a little roar and snore. And then you go reach in, tap her on her shoulder. All right, go ahead and roll over right there, right there. I don't even need to see your face. And you go to stroking it. What are you doing? What are you? I, 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 what? I haven't showered in three days and I smell like a bag of onions. Is any of this turning you off? Nothing. Just because. I married you. Don't mean you could just roll over and take it. You have to ask me permission. <laughs> mm. like, oh. <sighs> you just never know. Same thing with turning them down. It drives them crazy. You think you think turning it down, you're going to miss out on an opportunity? Turn them down. You'd be like, nah. They be texting you. What about tomorrow? What about the next day? What about the next day? What about the next day? What about next week? Are you sure? They sending you videos playing with themselves and toys. You're like, thank you very much. Yeah, that's all right. Don't even respond. Hey, guys, don't even respond when they send you videos. Never give them compliments. That's my rule when I talk to women. I, I will refuse to give you a compliment. I will barely say you look good tonight. All right, barely. I'll sneak it in, slide it in there in between a negative sandwich. I would just be like, yeah. They send you a nasty video or a picture. You don't, res don't respond to it. Do not respond to it. Don't be like, oh, God dang, girl, you look good. Look at all that wagon you dragging. Just leave it on red. They'll be insecure in a mug. <laughs> They'll be like, what? did you get my picture? What did you think of it? Oh, the lighting in the background is very nice. All that reflection in the mirror is kind of throwing a weird... Weird thing. It looks like a rainbow on the side of the photo. What's wrong with that? <laughs> don't even comment on him. <laughs> don't even don't even make it about them in the picture. Oh, that's weird. Is that your cat in the background? <laughs> Do not give them a compliment. That's my whole strategy over here. I don't even acknowledge that they in the photo. Where are we at here? Shout out to Brown 310 in the building. These are your superpowers, by the way. Brown 310 is in the building. Yes, Tommy, and shout out to you, Brown. Thanks for being here again. Tommy Bryan says, Coach B, pop, locking it. <laughs> that simp dance, pop, lock, and drop it. All right, Henry Brazilian, rumor is that one of the top Celtic players snitched on him. Mm, was it Kyrie? He don't play for the Celtics. So. Did Kyrie snitch? You know, he's known to, he probably snitched from afar. <laughs> he probably snitched all the way from New Jersey or whoever he plays for. All right, let me get over to PayPal. PayPal, y'all need some love. Where is the love? You think it was Jason Tatum? Jason Tatum was the snitch? All right, all right. What are we doing here? I want to, 
Okay. Uh, I think I got Kalen. Did I get you, brother? Yep, Kalen. We only got a couple of PayPal's. Most people, I hope, are super chatting. Uh, what's up, coach? He says, we've been focusing on this week on Adam Levine, and now Emi Yudoka is cheating. But have you caught Enrique Iglesias on camera kissing a fan? He's still with Anna Kornikova. All right, we're going to get to that monogamy thing. Monogamy is just doesn't, it just doesn't pay up. And uh, most of these people are known to be philanderers and cheaters, and most women with high-status men put up with it. Like, think of Lucy and Desi Arnaz. She was top. Uh, in the industry and well-known and Desi Arnells was still clapping junior college girls right in front of her face. Then you take it to any other story when it comes to cheating with these couples, um, especially uh, except with this Nia Long thing, that might be the exception, but um, Enrique Iglesias, even with Anna Kornikova, the, the rule is no matter how what pretty a woman is, there's a guy tired of screwing her. I can only go to that well so many times and be excited. Even Anna Kornikova. Now, Anna Kornikova is nice, or she was very nice back in the day, but he like, man, I didn't hit that. Mm. He's like, whatever. And they've been together for a long time, so he's not excited. Ladies, I know y'all don't understand that. How could you not be excited about this beautiful woman? We got to break that down. You could be beautiful, but you could not. you could simply not be sexy. You could be a prude in the bed. You could be not of interest. You know, ladies, you are not that good in bed. Can we just, is it too early in the morning for this? It might be. Kaylin says, coach, do you think a man should turn down his wife for sex? Yes, I would actually have rules knowing that I've been in the marriage before. I would make sure my wife would not walk around naked around my around me. Do not walk around naked in my house. And I know conventional simp wisdom says why. Don't you want to have your wife naked? Well, the problem is, is you desensitize yourself, just like our society is now desensitized to women. Now, women do go over and above for a piece of attention, and they got every video they can showing their ass wiggling and titties jiggling. So much so because we're desensitized. They wore all the form-fitting tight yoga pants. Now it's passe. It's like oh, another naked woman. <laughs> and they're mad that we're desensitized to it. The reason why we're desensitized to it, because there's nothing left to the imagination at this point, unless you're a very young guy. If you're 22 and below, you're still going, wow. If you're 20-something, 23 and above, you're like, whatever. So you don't want your wife to be always be seen by you. I think over time, that's how you're going to erode your arousal. You're going to erode the arousal right off the rip. That's number one. Number two, if she's not presenting her best self, you're going to erode the arousal quickly. You're going to erode the arousal quickly. You want to still be somewhat excited to see your partner. Again, another, another, another indicator of this or another piece of advice, you want to undress your wife in bed. Before you go in bed with her, you want to undress her. You don't want her to just hop in, take off her clothes, and jump into bed. All right, come on. <laughs> Or you don't want to, she under the covers and she just take off her clothes under the covers real quick, keep her damn shirt on and be like, go ahead and go ahead and get you some. No, listen, that's going to work initially. That's going to be enough initially. But now you're just eroding arousal. You're eroding the arousal. You're making it less of an attempt. You're le making it, you're making it pity duty sex. You're making it no mystery. You're going to erode, erode, erode. 
Now, people wonder why the arousal goes. It's the it, it, it's that. And some people say I'm okay with it, but that's the problem is you're going to erode the arousal too fast. You think it's cool until you're with someone long term. When you're with long term, it's not going to be cool. And your your um your wife is going to jump out the shower and her soggy titties are going to be jiggling and you're going to walk right by her and not even do nothing. You won't even you won't get aroused, you won't grab. You'll just walk right by her and you'll be like, "Let me take this piss." And you'll close the bathroom door on her and she's standing there butt naked. And she's going to go did he just walk past me? Did he just walk past me? <laughs> yep. And you guys don't know, you will have erectile dysfunction with long-term relationships. You're going to get it because you're not going to be aroused. The arousal is gone. There's only so many times you can trick your brain <laughs> into thinking something's great. I put, I put some damn chicken breasts in front of you so many times. You're going to be like, oh, we're having chicken breasts again. So people don't know this. I know this. <laughs> he says, I'm Filipino. I grab when I can. And but these, this dysfunction is not you. It's that you're familiar. You're either you either don't have access to more. Right. That's the other part. If you're a guy that has access to another one, you like this ain't can't do it no more. All right. Where are we at here? Now, you know, there's a lot of guys, not if you're this and not if you're that. Listen, if, you, if you're not speaking from the perspective of someone that's been in long-term relationships, you're just not aware of it yet. You guys are always kind of in short-term relationships. You never lived with someone longer than the two years. Try it out. This is why sexless marriages are a thing. This is why erectile dysfunction in marriages are a thing. Because people who are there six years, seven years, there's no effort. Everything's lazy. Even the man is lazy. He's predictable. He kisses on the lip for 2.2 seconds. Then he starts kissing on the neck the same side every time. He starts working on the same nipple first. And then he gives a little bit of attention to the left nipple. And then he rolls down here. He slides in there. Five-stroke special. Bust. And that's it. And she's going, damn. <laughs> she's going, wow. So it's what it is, man. I know you guys are like, well, this and that. If you just be in a long-term relationship, just live with a woman long enough, you're going to start the familiarity breeds content. At some point, you're going to be tired of going to that well. At some point, it's going to be just, eh. At some point, you'll have to go to the spank bank. You'll have to start thinking of other women. At some point, you'll have to think of a whole other woman while you're in there grabbing on your whole wife. And you're going to be thinking, mm. at some particular point, you won't even be able to think of a woman. You won't even be able to think of a woman. You'll be like, damn, you'll be going through your whole Rolodex of Spank Bank. And the whole time, you just stroking your wife. And the whole time, she thinking, are you done yet? <laughs> The whole time you just giving it to her, giving it to her, giving it to you. Face all in, you're not even looking at your wife. You're not even looking at her. Somebody says it sounds like coaches excusing cheating. I like that. It sounds like no, 
Listen to my words. I'm telling you what it is. Okay. I'm not sounding like nothing. This is what I'm telling you. First of all, I don't believe in monogamy long-term anyway. So second of all, I don't believe in cheating. So what are you talking about? It sounds like, you know what it is. I don't believe in monogamy. I don't believe in cheating. I think people who cheat are reprehensible. It's no need for that. I think if you're going to get married, don't cheat. And I also think monogamy doesn't last long. This is why people have affairs. This is why, and then they blame it on all this other stuff. Stop imagining what I'm talking about and listen to what I'm saying. There's guys that are faces in the pillow, not even looking at their wives. And men are visual. Face full in the pillow. He got face full of pillow. And he just thinking of somebody else. <laughs> yeah. All right. And, and if you're new to my show, I've already proven all of these things to be true. I talk about women lose interest in long-term sex before men. Monogamy is not natural. Although people do it and say, well, just because it's not natural doesn't mean you can't do it. Yeah, you, you, could, you could do it. You could try it. But at some particular point, you're going to flop. It's either going to become sexless or there's going to be an affair or you're going to be like roommates. Listen, you can give it a shot, though. Every now and then, a couple people will be loving the monogamy. Every now and then, they'll make best use of it. But most likely, it's not going to work. 78% chance, close to 80% chance, it's headed for a disaster after 10 years. This is why they have the phrase, the seven-year itch. This is nothing new I'm telling you. The seven-year itch came from the idea that during seven years of a long-term relationship, which is now three years in real time, in current time, seven-year itch was telling you that after seven years, you're going to be itching for something else. Come on, man. Don't come over here blaming me, trying to act like I'm trying to lead you astray. There's nothing new under this. They've been telling you. There was a whole movie in the 1960s talking about the seven-year itch. Come on, guys. I know you guys want to make me out to be the enemy, acting like I'm making this stuff up and I'm lying and I'm, well, there's exceptions to the rule. Yes, there's exceptions to the rules, but the rule, because the exception applies, that means there's a rule. If you can say, well, not if you're this and what if you're that, that means you're trying to apply the exception to the rule. Not the exception doesn't disclude the rule. It doesn't make the rule invalid. The rule applies. You're to make an exception to the rule. Mm. Stick with me here. Stick with me. If you have to say, well, if you're committed and you're really in love, you're trying to make the exception to the fact. The fact remains you're making the exception. Stop it. <laughs> All right, I'm sorry, man. I got a little distracted here. Kevin W. says, even the tech companies know how bad the community is. Yeah, they do. It's bad. It's bad. They're going, these people with set bonnet queens. All right, they love it. Oh, where do we hear here? Where are we at? Cash App says, Everett. Everett is in the building. Blue Chip Mindset yesterday was epic. Joining the money mindset soon, free agent for life. Thank you, sir. The chef is in the building. Chef Martel, men give men give her an orgasm. Don't get wait. Don't get you make her crazy. That was kind of messed up. All right. Shout out to VMAD in the building. All love to the other VMAD in the building. We got two VMAD here. He says, Coach Goat Adams in the building. 
All right, and I'm doing this for a reason. I'm not here to destroy people's opportunities and destroy your little fantasy bubble. You can live it if you want. Uh, you guys will completely find these things out, but it is what it is. We got a uh, wow. We got uh, my friends overcharged me. He has a lot to say, but I'll go ahead and get all of his. He says, brothers simping all across America for these geriatric women. I need the RIP bell for one of these, each one of these. He says, Jane Kennedy. Oh, no, God, damn, you go way back. Pam Greer, Ola Ray. I don't even know who that is. King Magazine, anybody that's appeared on King Magazine. Buffy the Body, the Jet Beauty of the Week, Loving Brothers. Yes, they're done. He says, um, same goes for the brothers loving the world star honeys. Smack DVD watching. Basketball, dunk it, LOL, kidding. Let me stop. And he also says, yeah, fellas, in all seriousness, if you go, if you do go this route, with relations in the workplace, you better get your Russell Wilson, Moist Watkins, Blue Pill Beta, use a boy on, and drop to one E and marry her. That's the only way around it. All right. Then he says, I start to see darker hue men over there wearing bonnets too. Or wave caps. Are you talking about wave caps? He says, although I'm done. He says, all right, I'm done, Sean. My back. My bad for blowing up earlier, but you on the road. Vimo's always messing up my notifications for you, man. I got you. I got all of them. I got all of them. All right. So, look, I'm going to come back to those. Let's get to the story. Let's get to the story. Number one story on the board here. Let's break this down. Let's break this down. Uh, Nia Long, everybody knows who she is. She's the actress that you guys won't put to the side. She's always still sexy and all this stuff. I've been telling you for years, put her to the side. She's still good looking. And whatnot, but she's not a number one sex symbol. But she's married or she's engaged to this guy. He's the Boston Celtics head coach. Unfortunately, she's no more than him. But uh, his name is Emi Udoka. He's just got caught digging out. Allegedly, it's Allison Feaster. I don't want to make the announcement, but I'm just going off of what you guys say. I said a coworker, and somebody told. This is what happens. I guarantee you it wasn't the woman getting dug out. If it was Allison Feaster, it wasn't her that, that told. It was possibly, possibly someone else outside of that, which some people in the workplace get jealous. There's a lot of people in workplace that have horrible sex lives. And then when they find out you're having an exciting sex life, they will ruin you. It's rarely ever the woman that comes forward, right? Because she's getting a benefit. And plus, she has just as much to lose as he does, because if she's married, she can lose out on her marriage and children as well. So he did pick a good one who was married, but somebody else squealed which is commonplace in workplace society. And let's read the story of why he's going to possibly lose his job and get a long-term suspension, despite the fact that many people who are younger don't understand that this is a major violation. It makes the, look, the league look very, very bad. They're promoting that men and women can work together. They're promoting that um, women can be head coaches in the league. Women can be top-level assistants and now you have a head coach and an assistant in an affair this is bad look this is a bad look says right here the headline says emmy udoka could miss the entire season for an inappropriate intimate relationship with the celtics staffer okay and then they're alleging that i don't i'm not making the announcement here but some people are saying it's allison feaster uh let's go ahead and look at her when she played basketball at harvard by the way allison feaster is known for a big um a big basketball game when she played at Harvard against Stanford in the first round, I believe. Oh, you guys can see my whole little thing here. Hey, what is this over here? Now you didn't see my whole monetization. Um, 
Allison Feaster. She had like a big game where they eliminated Stanford. I think they were the first. They were the first um, 16 seed to eliminate a number one seed on their home floor. So that's Allison Feaster. Let's see here. This is her in college. And she ended up playing for the L.A. Sparks in the WNBA. This is her right here. So as you can see, she got a lot of wagon. She got a lot of wagon. She dragging wagon. This is her. So she's a pretty good looking woman. Um, well, that's not a great picture of her. But um, this is her right here. This is a pretty good looking woman. And I think she's uh, 5'11". She played basketball at Harvard. Anyway, he says, you sure? So I, I think for sure. Al, I, you know, I know we talk a lot of ish on WNBA, but Allison Feaster for sure is a woman. All right. Anyway. Anyway. So allegedly, if that's the person that he's been called digging out, she was on the coaching staff. She was on the coaching staff. That's a bad look for the NBA. That's one thing you could not do to violate that. It says right here, the Boston Celtics, the Boston Celtics made a big leap in M.A. Udoka's first season as the head coach making the NBA finals. And there is considerable optimism for where the Celtics can go in his second season as they are among the title favorites coming into the season, which they start training camp here in two weeks. However, it is possible the Celtics will have to follow the lead of a different head coach for at least a portion of the season. After ESPN's Adrian Wojnarowski. Warjahowski, whatever his name is, reported Udoka is facing a potential significant suspension, significant suspension for violating organizational guidelines. Guys, there's guidelines when it comes to men and women, and there's guidelines when it comes to the NBA. You got to play by the rules. Somebody said it's not her. Okay, listen, I don't want to, don't, don't say I announced it. Okay, here it is right here. It says late on Wednesday night, Sham, who, okay, some, some reporters arrived with the details of the situation reporting Yudoka had an affair with the Celtics, with a woman on the Celtics team staff, citing an inappropriate, intimate, and consensual relationship. Consensual. So this whole idea that men and women can work together, I will venture to say, no, I actually made a live stream on this one. And people were like, yeah, they can. And I said, okay, but what if, what happens when a few people cross the line? What is the rule then? Well, you have all of these human resources rules and you got to sit through meetings and sign off on this and say that and lose jobs and somebody's got to get legally paid off. Is it worth all of this trying to beat biology? Is it worth it? Now, some people might say yes. And when it's not, it's either to say, well, he should have kept it in his pants and she should have known better or she was a victim. And then y'all play this back and forth trying to make it work. I think you're putting a round <laughs> round pig in a square hole at this point by trying to overlook biology. Biology is biology. But what you guys try to do is you take biology and nature, and then you want to be able to shut it off by having these close, intimate work relationships. Well, that well, women can say they can turn it off. I can turn it off, and they can compartmentalize, and they can say, I'm not thinking about sex. Well, with men, it doesn't work that way. 98% of the time. When it 98% of the time, men are going to think, I want to clap those cheeks. Why? Because biologically, we're signaling, we're signaling to each other. Whether it comes to hormones, whether it comes to pheromones, we're always signaling. And then the women gets a level of trust. They get comfort, security. They get to look up to the man. He's 
she's oftentimes going to cheat with someone who's above, which is still biology. She's not going to cheat with the janitor, which it goes against her biology. So if she's cheating with a superior, that is biology. That is security. That's comfort. That's leadership. That, that's what she seeks. And here we go again, trying to play this line. Let's walk the line. When biology wins out every time, every, every time you get these affairs in the office, it's always go right along with biology, scripted to the T. Scripted to the T. It's never somebody alongside of her. It's never someone laterally. It's almost always a superior. Okay. This is why we have the nurse doctor. This is why we have the teacher student. This is why we have the, the, the legal secretary and the, the, the partner lawyer. Right. This is why we have these ideas of these relationships because it's always based on biology. And he sees her as the vulnerable woman, young, in need. This is all biology. But we try to fool ourselves thinking that we're higher thinking people. But as you know, I think most human beings are dumb. All right. And you guys know that already. <laughs> I'm not impressed with you human beings. Most of you are lemmings, NPC, blue pill plugged in, matrix, knuckle draggers, oxygen thieves, and ham and eggers at best. You're not smart. You're not even intelligent at this point. You're intelligent, more intelligent than non-English speaking animals. But they're probably more intelligent than you. Not only that, they're more instinctive and they understand what nature is. But you dumbass human beings will actually try to overlook nature. This is why you're dumber. <laughs> right? These slack jaws out here. Mouth breathers. Come on, man. You try to over. This is what makes you dumb. You try to overlook nature. Oh, I'm going to try to counteract nature by doing something stupid. And then you wonder why they did it. Why did they do it? Because you're stupid. <laughs> it's nature. Even bears know nature. Even bears are aware of nature. Even they accept nature. They're like, okay, it's nature. Not human beings. Not you humanoids. You humanoids are like, well, in theory, we'll go ahead and here. We're higher level intellectual, and we'll just shut off the old biology thing. Anyway, this is the point that I'm making. And this is why you get into these situations. Well, well, logically, monogamy works, but biologically, it doesn't. Nature-wise, it doesn't. Can we have that? Can both be the same? Both are true. Monogamy works until nature shows up. <laughs> female nature and male nature. When male nature shows up, there goes monogamy. When female nature shows up, there goes monogamy because you guys are anyway, let me stop on this one. <laughs> All right. What are we doing here? Uh, the situation, this situation is not that different than what happened in the Minnesota uh, Timberwolves organization. When a former GM, they name her Gerson or him Rosas was found to be having an extramarital affair with the staffer that when coupled with the report of a hostile working environment, got him fired. So they're saying this dude was a GM and he got fired for somewhat the same thing. Both of those people in that Minnesota Timberwolves were both married. They both, he was a, oh wait, he was the, 
he was the guy. He well, she was the subordinate. He was the leader. They had an affair. It was revealed, and he got fired. Right. So if Udoka gets fired, there's going to be a lot of people that go, "Why would he lose his job over this?" They already have precedent that this type of thing is against NBA policy. It's a bad look. He lost his job. I will not be surprised that he gets a year-long suspension and loses his job. Absolutely. Absolutely. This is no, there's, there's no if, ands, and buts about this one. This is a major violation. He says, however, it doesn't appear you Yudoko's uh, affair will have the same result of him losing his job, but will cost him some considerable time away from the team, some checks, some paychecks, as well as the public, um, his affair being made public against his wife. They're saying wife knee along. Some of you guys saying they're not married. Okay. But with that being said, potentially he might not be fired because he's black. Uh oh. Do y'all wanna do y'all wanna cross that line? See, the Minnesota Timberwolves and the other woman, they were both white or non-black. And he's black and he represents one of the only few, very few black head coaches out there in the league. Could it be possible that they're giving him an exception because he's black? I hear LeBron James talking about this. Let's check in on him. Oh, LeBron James has nothing to say, but he had all kind of words for the Robert Sarver incident which are two different things, but he had a lot of smoke for it. But where is he at on this? LeBron, check in. Oh. This should be an immediate, to me, if the Timberwolf guys got fired, this should, Yudoka should be fired too. Why are they giving him an exception? All right. It says right here, per Wojciechowski or Wojciechowski, the team has disclosed suspending or discussed the spending bad my bad the team has discussed suspending Udoka for the entire season and as of now it's unclear who exactly would step into place wow they got wow the entire season so Wojnarowski Wojnarowski <laughs> this reparations they're talking about suspending him for the entire season and if they somebody said this if they suspend him for the entire season he gone. They're going to fire him. The only person that I've known to be ever suspended for an entire season and come back was the New Orleans Saints coach. Right? They had his back, whatever his name is. What's his name? The New Orleans Saints coach. And they had all of that thing with the defensive coordinator, Greg Williams. I somehow remember his name. But whatever the, the head coach's name, they actually, they actually, Sean Payton, they suspended his ass and they brought him back. Boy, they had his back. But it, I don't think Yudoka has any clout like that. All right. They got, if they suspend him for the season, they might as well get rid of his ass. And think about this, gentlemen. This is where we bring it to this context. Why in the hell would you risk your job, man? Come nope. on. You risk your job for a piece of WNBA retired peace leave. Guys, we got to take this L. This is an L. You went to the NBA Finals, won two games out of six, which means you were in it. I mean, they were out of it, but you were in it. You were turning back a similar team. You got the dream job. The Boston Celtics are like the New York Yankees of basketball. 
you're coaching a you're coaching a legacy franchise. It wasn't like you were coaching the Atlanta Hawks. All right, the Atlanta Hawks, nobody cares. This is the Boston Celtics. You get the job and you risk it all for some stank on your fingers. Brothers, this is an eternal L. I don't care if, if somebody's thick. This is what I'm talking about. You guys will throw your whole life away for some steak. He could have been at Northeastern University cleaning up. Now this is going to be Yudoka for the rest of his life. I'm a horny old man. I'm 61 years old. And you have some big motherfucking titties. Man, this is the problem with brothers, man. I tell you, man, you really can't segment this whole idea. Well, 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 she put it in front of me and she put it on me. Sometimes you got to be like, you got to draw the line. Nah, nah, that's okay. You know what? This ain't right. Sometimes you got to go drag it off. You got to go jag it off, get you a lotion or whatever. Whatever it is that's drawing you, you like, you know that you in a bad situation. Okay, you know you're in a bad situation. So guys, stop thinking with your salami. You literally threw away the dream job. And just just be honest, he got hired because he was black. <laughs> I mean, Nobody even knew his name before he even came up. It wasn't like he was a retread coach. They gave him the job. They was like, all right, let's see what you can do. Oh, you won? Okay. By the way, the Celtics were probably the fifth seed last year. They weren't even the favorite going to the finals. I think they snuck in the finals last year. So he did a good enough job. He got hired because he was black. And he fumbled the bag. He made y'all ninjas look Terrible. I got money. He was assisting with the Spurs and who knew him? Who who can honestly say they knew him before when they hired him? Oh, you know that Emiya Udoka is going to be a great head coach one day. No. Oh, they, they were the second seed. Okay. All right. They were the second seed, but they weren't not even close to being even considered a favorite to go to the finals last year. And he just ruined, he just ruined it for the rest of you ninjas getting the job. <laughs> Come on, you can't you can't cape for Yudoka here. You can't cape for him. He's a dumbass. He complete dumbass for this one. Everybody knows that's a violation. Let's talk about the monogamy part. I've never heard of the guy. They were the second seed. I never heard of him. It wasn't like he came up through the college ranks and he was working his way up. Oh, that that Indiana Pacer assistant Yudoka. And they made him a legacy head coach. Dream job. By the way, that job, he could have rolled out for 10, 15, 50, 11 years. He could have rolled that job out forever. Now he ruined it. For one Oh, my God. And somebody said she was a plant. Dude, I'm telling you, it's easy. He's Nigerian, too? Okay. Let's talk about the monogamy part of this, the Nia Long part of this. Uh, people who are saying they're surprised that Nia Long could get cheated on, what world are you living in? That ship has sailed. Attractive women can get cheated on. As a matter of fact, it's almost the rule, especially in long-term relationships, especially with older women. I don't care if she was a sex symbol 30 years ago. It's not a surprise. He didn't fumble Nia Long. She's 50-plus years old. He did not fumble her. That's number one. Number two, you don't know if she's a dead fish in bed. You don't know if she's sucking him. You don't know what they're doing in the bedroom. It could be a dead bedroom in there. She seems like the type of person, I'm just going to make an assumption, that she still thinks she's deprived somewhat and that you're supposed to be fawning over her all the time. This may be a bad 
this this is just a guess. She doesn't strike me as a person with amazing sex appeal. I've actually talked about this. It's kind of like when a woman says to a man, he fawn, as opposed to high handsome. Those are two different appeals. So when I say a woman can be beautiful, but she can also synonymously uh, uh, or uh, uh, the synonymous term sexy does not apply to her. Beautiful and sexy are not synonymous. A woman can be beautiful and be absent of sex appeal. Absolutely. Just like a man could be fine and the woman drops her panties versus the guy. She says he's handsome and you got to take her out for three dates. Okay. <laughs> handsome means take out for three dates, slow pimp, talk, listen, cuddle, ask for permission. That's handsome. She has very little sexual appeal to you. Fine. And damn, if she says that, she's aroused. And she will do anything. Same thing with Nia Long. She's a beautiful woman. She could be completely void in absence of sex appeal. And that's just the rule. So just because a woman's beautiful don't mean she ain't getting cheated on. By the way, a beautiful woman because she's rare, will find herself getting cheated on, and the woman's completely ugly. <laughs> the woman's way, way more uglier than her. That's the problem with a beautiful woman, is that by the time the man gets tired and bored of her or disgusted by her performance, by the time he does cheat on her, it's going to be with somebody way less attractive. And people are going to say, wow, he chose her over her? Yes, he did. It's pretty simple. The woman he had, that he had desire and sex appeal for. The woman he's married to, she's a staple. She could just be a good person, great character. They're on the same page in terms of raising families. She's a beautiful arm piece, blah, blah, blah. But she could be a dead fish in the bedroom. Mm. Pretty simple, but people don't want to, uh, the NPC doesn't want to have this conversation. When I bring this reality to it, you guys act like I'm stupid, but you guys are the ones out here being the victim of these situations. I'm not the one being the victim here. I'm the one explaining how it works. And in this situation, it's no surprise to me when men choose to do this. It's a bad look for him to do it in his own company culture. He could have done it outside of this and it would have been fine. But in this situation, it's you normies that are actually surprised by this Let's get to this part, and then we'll continue. Here's the next part of this one, okay? When it comes to these Hollywood relationships, you don't know what kind of agreement they have. <laughs> what kind of agreement they have. They could have an agreement where he should have been able to dip out. Now, in this situation, he dipped out with somebody on her own, his own team, so that's where the violation is. And a lot of times, you're more uh, uh, pissed off about the trust issue you know your husband's creeping. You know your husband has a level of attraction where women are highly attracted. You know when your wife is getting energy from another man. But the problem is when they do it with somebody that has been in your home, and I'm sure this coworker has been in their home, has been holding their kids, has been babysitting, has been traveling, and you've been having long meetings at the office. Now you have a major trust issue. Right now, your trust issue is way high. Now you're offended because there's lies attached to it. And that's where this one crosses the line in terms of monogamy 
this is what makes monogamy such a fa failed operation is because most of the uh, most of the affairs have a trust issue attached to it, as opposed to me having a random. A random could be excused either side. But it's always someone close in proximity where the trust and the lies start to compile. And you go back, oh, every time you were working late, every road trip, you're imagining they were banging each other's brains out on the road. Every time you had to go to a work function, every time you had to work the weekend, every time you she came over and held my child, every time you went and put took the child and you saw them together. Mm. Now that becomes a problem. That's where people get pissed. That's where people get deleted, unfortunately. Wait a minute. Yeah, yeah. That's where people get deleted. That's where people get really pissed because then you're made to be the fool. You know, Then you find out. Then you find out everybody knew but you. Everybody knew but you. All the players knew. All the staff knew. The entire organization knew. The media knew. Right? The other visiting teams knew. And you're the last one to know. That will piss you off. That's when it's time to do it. Right? Now, that's where the violation is. That's why monogamy doesn't work. Because oftentimes, it's that scenario. It's rarely that he had a skeezer across town in Los Angeles that he had housed up and he had financed. It's never that. It's always the cheating is always this bullshit where it's close proximity and you're playing this game of hide hide it from the girlfriend, hide it from the wife. Okay, that's why monogamy doesn't work. He said the ball boys knew, everybody knew and you were the last one and then now you got to face the music and you got to go to people who you trusted and look them in the eye and say, did you know? You knew the whole time? And you go, you didn't tell me? <laughs> people you ate dinner with, people you made dinner for, people who you paid. That's where it gets ugly. In this situation, this is why Nia Long's pissed and she has a right to be. But she has nobody to blame but herself. All right. And that's you in this situation. But I don't want to blame her and say she was a dead fish in the bedroom because that's like blaming the guy when the woman cheats and saying the guy couldn't hit it right. Oh, you must not have been hitting it right. No, monogamy is just not natural. <laughs> it's just not. And if you both have power, if you both have power and the male is highly elevated, this is when Kevin Samuel says men exercise their options. He was a powerful man. He was the head coach of the one of the most recognizable recognizable franchises around the world. He was a successful coach at that moment. And thus he has extreme power and he has extreme influence. That man's going to cheat 10 times out of 10, 10 out of 10. And he's obviously going to cheat with someone who is lower than him. And that's what he did. So yeah, monog I think this idea of monogamy is actually uh, it's fading and fading, fading faster. Some people are holding on to it because it's your only hope. I understand. But we're in a polygamous society. We're all sharing each other. At best, the higher status is men. If you have one, you're sharing him. There's even some pookie ass dudes that get shared. <laughs> I mean, you're sharing pookies. The idea that you are practicing monogamy and you're a 50 year old woman and married three times or at least been having a lot of casual relationships is proof that that's not monogamy. You're no 
you're no closer to monogamy than anything else. I mean, you're closer to death than you are monogamy at this point. And you're fooling yourselves. I, I, I hate that you're fooling yourselves thinking you're going to be monogamous. What you are at best, what you are at best is temporarily sexually exclusive. And even then, there's overlap in that sexual ex exclusivity, whether the overlap is up front, in the middle, or behind, you're temporarily sexually exclusive. To expect someone to be monogamous in this day and age is absolutely despicable. But you guys do it. But there's a way to do it. So people are saying you're endorsing cheating. I don't. I think you're a fool if you get married and you cheat. But there's a way to do it. And that is to be direct and put it all out there up front. You can have rules on this thing, right? Don't embarrass me. There's a lot of women in Hollywood that would say, just don't embarrass me. Don't have it all in front of my face. Some women are aware that that's a possibility. When you, when you have an affair at your office, that's a violation. Up front, you tell them, hey, we can do this. I'll provide for you. I'll do this. This is your role. This is my role. You'll have no things to worry about, but I will have other women. You'd be surprised at the amount of women who go for that. <laughs> There's some women that will go for that. Unfortunately, they're old by that time, but they'll go for it. And then have rules for yourself. Have a little bit more discipline. I'm not going to do it and throw my career away. I'm not going to throw my life away and ruin my family to embarrass my wife. I got a wife. She knows I got other skeezers around town and I, she knows I'll be at the junior college. I never let that interfere. I'll always protect myself. I never bust inside of these women, blah, blah, blah. There's a way to do it. Or just be single. Just be single. If you're going to be deceptive and manipulative and be behind each other's back, just remain single. Why are you trying to temporarily join monogamy when you are a whore at best, male or female? Mm. Just stay your ass in the streets. In the streets. Just stay there. <laughs> okay. You always want to jump over the relationships. Sit your ass down on the monogamy bench. Go over there and just be a scab peeling skeezer. Just be a male 304. It's that simple. Dude, it's that simple to me. I'm not trying to say that monogamy is dead. Don't, don't give it a try. Give it a try. Most of y'all going to fail. Like 99% of y'all going to fail at it. <laughs> Somebody says suspended four years at official. Just have several seats. Let me get to these uh, super chats. And then we got two more stories. Let me put up the stories here. Where are we at? The hour and 46 minute mark. Choose your side. But it's when you... When you hopeless romantic people try to blend and then one one the guy's a 304 and the girl's hoping that she has him forever and it don't work. <laughs> you get caught with your hand in the cookie jar or you try to turn a hoe into a housewife and then you're over here. You're the goofball, the handsome gentleman trying to make a 304 into a housewife and then you get surprised. She's getting her cheeks clapped by Kevin and sales. It never fails. But he somebody says, why do we make it so difficult? Because we're oxygen thieving, mouth breathing, ham and eggers. That's why you think you're intelligent, but you're not. You try to outsmart nature and we fail at it so many damn times. Nature is nature. Go out in nature. Go out in nature. 
Go out in nature and then try to apply intelligence when you get out there. You're like, why did that bear eat that salmon? Don't he know? Bear don't give a damn about that. <laughs> why did this bear swipe me with his whole damn paw, swipe my skin off my back? It's a bear. Same thing with you. You're a human animal. You're a human. You're just a mouth-breathing human. Most of you guys have the intellect of a low IQ slack jaw from West Virginia with tobacco falling out of his mouth. Most of you guys aren't very smart, especially then when you try to outsmart nature. Put us all in nature and nature will take its course. Have you ever heard that? Nature took its course. Well, we can have eight-hour meetings and not be aroused. I don't care what you do. That's going to happen. Somebody's going to be aroused. <laughs> uh, anyway. He says they wasn't married. I'm hearing. No, 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 no. Listen, the article that I referenced says right here, wife. Hold on for a second. Let me guys show me. Somebody's blaming me for clickbait. Come on, man. I did my research. I, I don't know what their status is, but look. It says wife, Nia Long. Can you see that? Stop blaming me for stuff. They blaming me, and it says right there in the article that I reference wife. And I looked it up several articles, and they referenced them as wife. Okay, what are, what are we doing? <laughs> I didn't clickbait nobody. I try not to clickbait as a YouTuber, but sometimes I'm going to be like, she, I see everybody else clickbaiting. Are you surprised that uh, black folks got married anyway? No. All right, where are we at here? Did I, am I hating on somebody today? Uh, man, we we really calling out a lot of people's names. I I don't I I don't want to call out Jason Tatum and and uh, Allison Feaster if it wasn't actually them. They were in a spiritual marriage. Oh, okay. El Chino says catching up on the stream, but thanks for dropping gems on to, uh, the live stream yesterday. I got to go back and put pull out the notes so I can focus on my career. So I can focus on my career. Monkey D says it was Jason Tatum. I don't know when. All right, I don't know, man. Mike Davis says it's Jermaine's fault. Oh, yeah. It is all Jermaine's fault. It's always Jermaine's fault. He says it's Jermaine's fault. The Celtics coach fumbled everything. You got to tell me. I got to tell you. Udoka? Is that his last name? Emmy Udoka? You fumbled your whole life, bro. <laughs> You fumbled your whole life. I Listen, I barely, rarely come down on dudes here on this channel. Pause. <laughs> I got to say pause on that one. You, dude, you were the head coach of the Boston Celtics. That's a L. A fat one. For a piece of tail. You can't tell me there ain't no other piece of tail in the city of Boston you could have been plugging. You could have plugged any piece of tail you wanted other than <laughs> he said the Nigerian scammed himself. I don't get that one. I don't know who's excusing this. Who's excusing this behavior by Udoka? That's a life fumble. He'll get a job somewhere else. He'll get him a job, but he'll then be like the uh, Arkansas coach. Remember the Arkansas coach had that flat back Kaylee on the back of his motorcycle. All right, Albert Wester, he was on a journey of healing his self-discovery. Oh, man. I know, man. He was trying to get that sexual healing. Mike Davis, coach. 
What's up with the Atlanta sports team dissing? Now Atlanta's pissed off at me. He says we at least got the Braves. It's Jermaine's fault. And it's all Jermaine's fault. I can't. It's always Jermaine's fault. I can't keep nobody happy here. I'm always dissing a, a city. Bobby Petrino. Yes, Bobby Petrino. Rick Patino, another one. He fumbled this opportunity. They gave him a couple of chances. Uh, Rick Patino closed down a whole restaurant to clap some woman's cheeks <laughs> in a restaurant booth. Hey, dude, men are men. Men are dude, men are men. Rick Patino had this old, washed up, 42-year-old, 48-year-old breast implanted woman. They in a restaurant. She's like, I'll take you right here. Rick Patino was like, close down the restaurant. They kicked everybody out. He collapsed her cheeks in the restaurant booth. <laughs> yeah, Urban Meyer through dude, I'm telling you. He's like, close this damn restaurant out. <laughs> Rick Petito. I love Rick Petito. By the way, what Rick Petito got to say about this? Larry Bird's not walking through that door, fans. Kevin McHale's not walking through that door. And Robert Parrish is not walking through that door. And if you expect them to walk through the door, they're going to be gray and old. Hey, man, somebody look, man. Pay Y'all brothers got to start paying. I don't know what that. I, I, I'm tired of these conversations. I know you're not going to get her soul. But Rick Patino, I mean, he allegedly was having paid girls work for his basketball recruits, but just start paying. What's wrong, man? Y'all will throw your whole life away for a piece of peace league, and y'all will lose millions of dollars. But then you'd be like, but I won't pay for it. You pay with your whole life as opposed to paying somebody $1,000. I mean, what? <laughs> Albert Wester says, when married, Finnish prime minister was grinding on men at the club. They said it was none of our business to speak on it. But Adam and Adam and Amy cheating is open season. Yep. And actually, they swept that under the rug. She was actually grinding that Finnish prime minister. I did a story on her. She grinding all over a dude. And it was like, oh, she's just having fun. She's allowed to party. And I was like, they're, they're referencing sniffing lines of coke. And she's grinding on another guy that's not his, not her husband. Oh, look the other way. I tell you, man, it's open season on you dudes. Tech lead in the building. I don't know if this is the official tech lead, but shout out to you. Nia Long cheated with five men since they've been together. How do you know this? He says acting is the only job where you can kiss. Oh, where you can kiss and have an eggs scene with someone that isn't your spouse and go back to their relationship like nothing happened. So you're saying that there was five kissings. Five kissings. Oh, oh, okay. So you're calling that cheating. I would call it cheating too. But we somehow, hey man, somebody snipe this person over here. Do we got a wrench over there on the Coach Greg Adams channel, uh, the Notorious CGA channel? What are we doing here? Okay, let me check over on PayPal and all of this stuff, demo, all of that stuff. Uh-oh, PayPal, they didn't lock me out. And then lock me out. Damn. Wow. What's going on, man? Shout out to Brian Horsley. I already shouted you out for hitting me with the bag earlier. I'm rich, bitch. Shout out to A, A Jackson that's in the building for the infotainment. For the infotainment. Thank you, man. Venmo. Um, my friend's overcharging me. He says, all right, for real, I'm done after this, but you were right again at an AU game this summer. There was somebody's mama with no bra, white tank top, and biker shorts all glazed up like a donut shaking my head, and them boys was losing their damn mind. Trust me, 
I've been around sports and youth sports and college and high school sports long time. There's always going to be that one mom who gets dressed up and glammed up to go to a damn sports game. And it's it's always that one. And you're like, why are you around these boys like this? This is just unfair. This is the, but they're looking for attention and they're like, what, what challenge me? Jabari says, if I'm in a position of power, I date an intern at an unrelated company. That's fair game where I'm friendly with the owner, but never, never my own company. What's wrong with that guys? Never in your own backyard. Do not dip your pen in company ink. It's simple. Miles says, Free agent lifestyle and the evolution just arise, ex- just arrived by mail. Excited to read them. Thanks for the keys, coach. Take me out with the if you're broke girl. Where's my girl at? Where's my if you're broke girl? It's hard to get these pretty fast. Hold on for a second. I got to find her. There she is. Here's the thing. You know, if you're broke, just say that. Don't be mad at me for charging people for my time, materials, and efforts. God. And we'll be right back. So women, you know, we're more educated now. And- Americans owe more than $1.5 trillion in student loan debt. And women reportedly hold around two-thirds of that debt. Women hold nearly two-thirds of the outstanding student debt at around $930 billion. Now some presidential candidates are proposing solutions to fix the worsening debt problem. This proposal completely eliminate student debt in this country. I also found it interesting that 37% of women don't really understand the whole student loan payback system, but men, they understand it a little bit better. So you're going to pay for people who didn't save any money, and those of us that did the right thing get screwed. And the irony is that this is Elizabeth Warren, the woman who is getting 300000 a year for teaching one course. How do you feel about these people here who, who show up to to show their free speech trying to censor you right now? I thought that was a proper time for a the evolution commercial. Plus, I drank two cups of coffee, so I had to run. <laughs> <laughs> Woo, that coffee was catching up. That coffee was catching up with a brother. All right, so checking out on Venmo. Shout out to C-Dubs. He says, nah, coach, give me that Latina or curvy on down. He says, that's definitely my wheelhouse for the clappity clap. Him like Latinas. Him like Latinas. Do I have a Latina chick on here that I can show you? I don't have a Latina chick. Him like Latinas. I don't mind. I don't, I don't listen. I know what you're talking about. I had to check on the human resource office. All right. They had to, they had to give me a little bit of a message. Actually, uh, the uh, YouTube had to talk to me. New, 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 new world order. Uh, Marcus says, I'm waiting. He says, I'm waiting when a similar story looks, or I think you said like this. Yeah, it's far away. I'm waiting for a similar story like this that surfaces with female refs in men's sports. Um, Here's the problem. <laughs> here's the, wait, wait. Can I tell you, can I be real with you for a second? I'm going to be real. Uh, let me put up a disclaimer when I say this. Can I put up a disclaimer? I'm going to put up a disclaimer. I, uh, uh, if, if you're if you if you're sensitive about gender dynamics and reading rainbow, take a pause for a second. Take a pause. But we're going to get real, real, real here. When it comes. Pause. Too many times 
this is coming from experience. Okay. This is coming from experience. I worked, let me preface this. I worked in women's sports for almost two decades. When you work in women's sports, you kind of know the deal. The deal is more than 50% or more of these women swing either both ways, like Delta Fox, or they're lesbians. They're lesbianists. Now, normies can't see this because you're not in it. For instance, you'll see an attractive woman athlete that's either in lingerie football league, the WNBA, soccer, and you'll see her and you'll be like, oh, this woman's fine. And I, I will stop names because I don't want to out people. But you'll be like, that woman's fine. I'm going to start watching her. I'm going to wear her jersey. And I'm sitting there like. <laughs> I'm sitting here like, bro, you have no idea. Are you serious? Stop. And many times a natural defense to that will be like, well, that person's married to a man. And I'm like. That doesn't mean they don't swing both ways. That doesn't mean they haven't. I've coached players that were female in either high school or college where they were either all the way gay or all the way in between, swung both ways, and they were all through high school or college with women. The primarily the majority of the time, and when they got out of college, they married a man and had a whole family. They had a whole family. And the whole time they were in college, they was all the way rainbow, all the way. Candace Parker is kind of one of those situations. I can call her out because she's basically made it evident. She married Sheldon Williams, and now she's married to a woman. The point of it all is when you have many of these coaches that go from being an athlete into being a referee, <laughs> to being a coach, many times they either fall in that they swung both ways or they're all the way G-A-Y. That's just what it is. There's a 25% chance that she's what's a 100% hetero, a 25% chance. If they, if they haven't swung both ways or all the way, that's a 75% chance that they have done one of those two. 25% chance that they were 100% hetero. In this case, the person that we referenced earlier, which I won't reference to her anymore because I'm not announcing it. She probably could have been 100%. So when you have these situations where you're like a female ref and a male coach, a female ref and a male basketball player, highly unlikely. <laughs> it's highly unlikely. Um, when you talk about the other woman, the Becky Hammond situation, she's probably never going to get caught sleeping with a man, a male player. So she would be safe. Now, that doesn't mean a male player won't be attracted to her. That doesn't mean a male player wouldn't try to go and hit but I would probably say there's a 100% chance she ain't going to do it. Mm. <laughs> Based on what I know. Same thing with Sue Bird. Y'all be like, oh, Sue Bird's a cutie. And I'll be like, she married to Megan Rapinoe, Rapinoe, or whatever her alone is. There's no chance. Zero. When I coached, when I coached basketball, um, people would be like this. They would say, um, they would say, um, Oh, you just trying to get close to those girls so you can hit it. And I'm sitting there like, uh, you don't know that, especially if I had a winning team, 70% of these girls, I'd never hit. There's not even a chance. <laughs> they ain't even worried about me. 
right? But so these situations are probably rarely ever going to happen because many, many times these women come up and they have no interest in guys like that. So anyway, and uh, yeah, you guys are mentioning people and the, most of the time, uh, listen, just know this when, when, by the time they hit college, they already been turned out. If go to a high school AAU tournament, not saying that you should do this, go to a high school AAU tournament. You're going to be absolutely shocked because by high school, they've already, they've already chosen. They've already have that. They already lined up and they already are over on that side. There's a rare few that will go over there. If they're a good basketball player, they've already been. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I know people don't want to handle this. The normie is going crazy. You're having a malfunction with me discussing this. But as a person that has been actually plugged in and on the scene for almost two decades, by high school, by the time they even jump on the college campus, it's already clear where they're going. And I, uh, some people don't understand this, but by high school, you knew what you were doing. As a male in high school, did you know you were chasing women? It was no doubt. You you made that, that mind was made up way, sixth, sixth grade. And it's no different from them. Most of these girls been playing AEU since fourth grade, fourth grade, fifth grade, sixth grade, seventh grade, eighth grade, ninth grade, 10th grade, 11th grade, 12th grade. If they showed any, athletic prowess and they were on any high level AAU team odds are by the time they got the 10th grade 11th grade 12th grade they had their mind made up by the time they hit college campus it was straight there was no turning out of nobody <laughs> they didn't get turned out in college they was well on that route already just trust me on this one but then y'all see them by the time they hit play for the University of Connecticut and y'all like oh wow she's cool and she can ball and she's real cool have y'all ever dated the baller at your high school I did when I was in high school I dated the baller <laughs> I dated the baller in high school and by the time she got to 11th grade 12th grade she was full out I can go fly as high way up in the sky take a look it's in a book, The Reading Rainbow. I can't do anything. Friends know a place to grow, a reading rainbow. I. All right, I can take my thing down. You guys can listen again. Let's get to the next subject matter. People think I'm uh, off on this one. Trust me, I've been around it way too much. I've been around it way too much, man. It's <laughs> But normies don't see it. You live somewhere in Topeka, Kansas. You don't have no clue. You're like, what? High school? Yes. You in high school, you knew what you were doing in high school. If you're a female, did you know you like boys in high school? Yeah. You were well aware of it. It's the same with them, especially when they're exposed to it earlier. Same with them. There's no difference. <laughs> Especially when they get a girl and the girl's the stud athlete and then she start pushing up on her in high school and she a vulnerable little sophomore figuring her way out through life. She gets some love and affection by some woman who can dunk a basketball. Right? She the star girls basketball player in high school. It's easy. Very simple. 
But I'm just giving y'all some game that a lot of people aren't willing to have here. Let's talk about this. Uh, <laughs> I converted her. Oh, man, I didn't convert her. She got turned out. It says right here, uh, strong queen just needs you to pay her bills. Oh, man, now we're really going off the rails here. Uh, let's go ahead and play this clip. Uh, this clip is shared on my coachgregadams.locals.com. Let's go ahead and play it right here. Uh, let's listen to what this lady got to say. If I am willing to have a living roommate that I have sexual intercourse with and um, help me pay for things. Um, I don't know if I'm quite ready to call that a partner, but we will be, we will have some type of relationship. Um, it may not be the relationship that you're looking for. Cause I don't, I don't know if I want to say that I'm in a relationship, but we'll work that out at a later time. But as of right now, it is very critical that I get someone in my household. Groceries high, gas high. Yeah. I, I, we'll work it out. <laughs> Yo, the barbarian is at the gate. Winter is here. Bills are high. Y'all voted for Biden. Y'all wanted to do Biden. All right. We, we got to remind y'all because the people that maybe y'all wanted to do Biden. And this is where y'all at. The barbarian's at the gate. And this woman don't even want a relationship. She's like, I'll take anything. Just get, get in here and pay these bills down. Uh, we could, We don't even have to be in a relationship. I just need you to move in. This is where the desperation comes. This is where the soft girl, soft girl era comes from now. Hey, I'm not even going to be submissive. Just get in here. We'll, we'll, we'll work something out. We'll, we'll make it work. <laughs> they, they not even trying no more. She like, what? Your rent's due, motherfucker. You know she voted for Biden. And then she's still caping for Biden. She's like, it's not his fault. Hey, I told you to do Biden. How we done lost a damn vote? We done lost a vote. That's gonna go to Trump. God damn! Worshiping these people like they're fucking God. Ain't nobody worshiping them. But God damn it, Chris, we need somebody in there with motherfucking sense. Yep. And then the next week, she like this. Um, it may not be the relationship that you're looking for because I don't, I don't know if I want to say that I'm in a relationship, but we'll work that out at a later time. But as of right now, it is very critical that. I get someone in my household. Groceries high, gas high. Yeah, I just, we'll work it out. Just come on. Just come on. She said, "Just come on." Is I am willing to have a living roommate that I have living roommate with, ah. and um, help me pay for things. Um, oh my god. I don't know if I'm quite ready to call that a partner, but we will be, we will have some type of relationship. Y'all can't um, even see It me. may not be the relationship that you're looking for because I don't, I don't know if I want to say that I'm in a relationship, but we'll work that out at a later time. But as of right now, it is very critical that I get someone in my household. Groceries high, gas high. Yeah, we'll work it out. <laughs> Just come on. <laughs> Just come on. Hey, man, look. Hey, Kevin Samuels is right. Winter is coming, right? Winter's here. It's here. 
Your rent's due, motherfucker. I told you the barbarian will be at the gate. And all of you guys tried to make me out to be a racist. Who are you calling barbarian? I said the barbarian will come to the gate. I said we're going to, feminism's going to fall flat on his face. I wrote an entire book about it called De Evolution, published in the January 2020. And it was a month later, the wheels fell off. I said in five to 10 years, and the wheels fell off in a year. Less than, not even, it fell off in a month. All it took was you to put face condoms on and stay home from work. And the results are speaking for itself, right? This is a result of all of that. This is a result of printing money. This is a result of going the way of the great. Let me say it like this. New, 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 new world order. This is the result of doing Biden. I don't care what you say. You can cape for Biden all you want. This is the result. I mean, we didn't have this. We were at, what was the inflation rate? Less than 2%. Now we're all of a sudden at 8. It was at 9%. Now we're closing it at 8.2. Now the Fed's just closing out, trying to just basically going to destroy the marketplace just to bring inflation down. They want to get inflation down to 2%. It's at eight percent now. <laughs> they about to do the barbarian on our ass. New, 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 new world but you guys wanted this dude that had horrible tweets out, and you just basically put the last chess piece in a position to do the great reset. New, 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 new Somebody world said inflation at seventeen percent. They printed money left and right, and and let me just give you this right here. Here we are. Here we are. This woman wants a relationship, and she can't even define it. She can't even submit to a full relationship, knowing she's in these streets. In these streets. And she wants just to do just to move in and then pay the bills. Just, just I need you in now. Groceries high, blah, blah, blah. Okay. Here's where the guy says, you're social political. I don't want to hear it. You guys took that L. And it was the majority of the ninjas that did it. You did it. There was, the, there was people. Well, I can't even say that because YouTube will go crazy. But the video evidence is pretty conclusive as to what happened. All right, it's pretty conclusive that I told you to do Biden. And here we are. And they're giving you all of these crumbs, stimulus checks, that get wiped out by inflation. You basically paid it all back and putting gas in your tank. All of them stimmy checks you took, you paid it all back in your gas tank, probably about less than a half year later. So th that was wiped out, and you paid taxes on it. Okay, you paid taxes on it. Hold up. <laughs> Also, they wiped away $10,000 of student loan debt. That hasn't even been official yet. However, you've already going to pay back that $10,000 just with the inflation alone. <laughs> Come on, man. Come on, man. Where's, where's Joe Biden? I've done some dumb things. And I'll do dumb things again. There's never a discount. All they got to do is just switch it one from the other. Now they got y'all applying for home loans at the peak of the highest housing prices. All right. You know the housing price is going down. And you know there's going to be less sellers. Obviously, this is what the Fed is intending to do when they raise the rate. They don't want people to sell. They want to basically just stagnate the market, stagnate spending. That's going to cause people to get laid off. You guys voted for this, but have at hey, I told you to do Biden. How we done lost a damn vote? You guys asked for this, and this is the position you're in right now. So put two and two together. Do a cause-effect analysis of where you're in your situation is right now. Okay. The other situation wasn't perfect, but you. You guys rallied for this and burned down several American cities. <laughs> and now here you are. Ready to call that a partner, but we will be, we will have some type of relationship. Um, it may not be the relationship that you're looking for. Cause I don't, I don't know if I want to say that I am in a relationship, but we'll work that out at a later time. But as of right now, it is very critical that I get someone in my household. Groceries high, gas high, 
Yeah. We'll work it out. Just come on. (laughs) You know that woman's going to stab you in the back expeditiously. By the way, somebody's on the Notorious CGA channel. And um, somebody says here, if it wasn't, it wasn't pro-Biden, it was anti-Trump, should have been Bernie. Okay, yeah. He says, you're blaming Biden. Somebody says, I'm blaming Biden. Bruh. (laughs) All right, who's blaming Biden? It's not his fault? No? Okay. Um, Somebody says right here, um, he also asked solutions with a question mark. Stop. Stop for a second. Let me let me let me just do this. Let me just do this. They they wanted Bernie on this one. <laughs> All right, come on, Bernie. We would have. Oh my God. Anyway, look. Hey, here's the deal. Somebody always asked me for solutions. This is the problem with America. This is the problem with you Americans. I think most human beings are not very intelligent. You Americans. You Americans are always looking for solutions when it's too late. You want to clean off the shit off your feet, off your shoes, and then want to act like you didn't step in it, right? You want me to fix it so you didn't step in it. Here's the deal. I told you this was going to happen. I ain't Coach Jadamas for a reason. I know my ego is big. I told you this was going to happen. I told you what direction you're headed in. And the problem is you want solutions when it's too late. First of all, you baby boomers walked us down this path. Thank you very much. By accepting every agenda you can listen to. And the millennials and the Generation Z, you also are walking us down this path. I saw a woman, and it was a black woman in a bathroom at a nightclub, and she was mad that the bathroom was in unisex bathroom. We are have to stop playing offense and play some defense. And the defense means you got to lock down and stand in your stance. You got to lock down and tackle somebody. You got to confront issues head on. You can't wait until it's too late. You can't play defense on your heels. You got to be proactive, not reactive. And what happens is this woman's in there. Why are these men in the unisex bathroom? You dumbass, you voted for that. It's pretty simple that the people you voted for were very much vehemently for that. Now you're here in 2022 shocked that there's men in your bathroom i can't i can't put it together for you you want me to create solutions but i warned you that this was going to be the issue now sometimes what i'm warning you about is tied into a political agenda and you want me to to make that absence of politics where i'm telling you Many times you want one thing from a political party, but you accept a hundred pieces of bullshit that you don't even agree to because you're so selfish. You only look at the one thing you want and you vote for that one thing. And then they proceed to give you 100 plates of shit to eat. And then you get mad. Why are there men in my bathroom? Why is the inflation rate so high? Why are we wearing face condoms for three years? And they want to act like I'm the one here. (laughs) <laughs> why is the economy crashing and then you want to pass the buck well it ain't his fault don't come in here and cape at this point you're going to look like an idiot you let the barbarian in and when i tell you barbarian is at the gate this is the important thing here when you let the barbarian in the gate or the barbarian kicks in the gate this is why this metaphor means something once the barbarians in the gate There's no negotiating with the barbarian. 
So Kevin Samuel says winter is here or winter is coming. I said the barbarian is at the gate. Once the barbarian's at the gate, now it's time to play defense. You let them at the gate. You got to get them from get them from not going into the gate. If the barbarian breaches the gate, there's no negotiating with the barbarian. It's too late. There's no conversations about solutions. What's the solution, Coach? It's too late. I told you. <laughs> I told you, don't let them in. Don't let them in. Once you let the barbarian in, it's no time for solutions now. Don't look at me for solutions now. You let them in. I told you not to let them in. But you let them in. Now I'm going, have at it. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Somebody says, no one cares, to be honest. I love when people do that. I don't care. You're one of those guys. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. No one cares that there's 8% inflation, that they're raising the interest rates. I, I don't know what you were talking about. Are you referencing that? Are you sure no one cares? Are you sure? Is that what you're going to go with in life? But maybe you were talking about no one cares about saving it. Maybe you were saying no one cares about saving it. There's a group of men that are going to let this house burn. There's a group of guys that go on these channels and they will say, let it burn. Let it burn. It's, it's burning. <laughs> he said, no one cares. It's an oxymoron, Loki. Yeah, who cares? But I tell you what, I tell you what, now that the barbarian's here, it's going to, you got to let the barbarian finishing tearing everything up. And the, when, when, the barbarian, when the barbarian's finished, then we can do the cleanup job. We can do the cleanup job. Now, I used to talk about this, and you guys called me all kind of doom and gloom. You guys called me all kind of I'm wrong. And every week, I'm right. <laughs> every week, I'm right. We're in dire straits right now. And this woman, the strong and independent women are proof. Strippers are proof. Women running the OnlyFans are proof that we're in a hard position right now. Now, you might not be feeling it. You might not be feeling it because you might be feeling it or you might be just being ignoring it. But we're in a dire position. And it's going to affect relationships. It's going to affect job statuses. It's going to affect incomes. It's going to affect these queens right here trying to convince you. Just, just come on. Just come on. We'll work it out. Just come on. And some of you simps are about to go ahead and throw this. And the important part of this of why you should care. Is because you're going to fall hook, line and sinker for that woman. Because look, Emiya Yudoka threw his whole career away. You're going to fall for that woman blinking and giving you the side eye. Believing you can trust her. You're going to jump in salami first. And in about two or three years, when the economy corrects, she's going to stab you clean in the back. She's going to stab you clean in the back. <laughs> I mean, and that's your best case scenario. Best case scenario. All right, do me a favor. Last story of the evening or the morning here. And everybody knows that's a district. You can't trust her. You could not trust. Trust a woman like that. She's not even giving you clear lines to follow. Well, we're not going to be in a relationship and I'll have a roommate and, and sex and you'll pay the bills. And she literally leading you astray, but you're going to jump in there. 
that that's absolutely reprehensible. But anyway, let's talk about RG Thrilla in the building. He was supposed to have a great career, right? So I could focus on my career. RG3, let's go take a look at, at his flatback wife. He's known for a good flatback. RG love him some flatbacks. All right, let's go and take a uh, look at his flatback wife right here. He love him some flatbacks. Y'all think I love a flatback. All right, he all bad about it. RG3, look at him. Brothers love smiling cheek to cheek. Cheek to cheek, all right? He got that big-ass Kool-Aid smile, and you know there's a Becky right next to him. Anytime you see a man smiling in a picture, there's one or two things happening. <laughs> there's one or two things happening in that photo. He's either reading Rainbow or there's a white girl standing next to him. I have proof that this is a thing here. I've actually done a, a stream on this. If there's not a white girl in that picture or he's not reading Rainbow, he is not smiling in that picture. 9.9 times out of 10. Go ahead and look it up. Go to your Instagram. I'm not about to prove myself on this one. <laughs> but this is true. Ninjas love smiling when there's a white girl in the picture. If he's got a sister in the picture, he like this. He like this. He, he like this too. <laughs> Look it up. Look it up. <laughs> he with a white girl cheesing. Standing like this here. Kool-Aid smile. Why? Because they represent trophy. They represent achievement. It's kind of like getting a 9-11. I got me a white girl. I, people don't want to admit that. I know people are like, no, that's only you. No, 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 dude, the white girl is the American princess. I mean, this is what it is. This is why they have phrases like trophy wife. I love when people try to push it back on me. You try to punt it back to me. Don't punt it back to me. Have you ever seen trophy wife and then thought about a Mexican or a black woman? No. <laughs> it's always going to be a blonde white woman. But play your game if you want. Quit playing games with my heart. Now, they don't be sexy many times. They're not sexy. They just a trophy over here, right there, arm candy. That's all it is. This is the old Beauty and the Beast. This is the old King Kong and the Jane. King Kong and Jane. It's all good, though. <laughs> I tell the truth around here. All right, let's go ahead and see what this story is about. I just wanted to make fun of RG3. I know he watches the show. RG3's wife, Greta, Greta, she's European, calls out thirsty women for sliding in his DMs. Uh-oh, sliding in the DMs. All right, this is where um, you guys are chasing women who are sliding in the DM of athletes. Greta Griffin. Is always one step ahead. Over the weekend, the wife of former NFL quarterback Robert Griffin III posted a video on TikTok. Of course she did. Where she cheekily called out the thirsty women who slide into her husband DMs. She said, thirsty women in my husband DMs not knowing that I run his social media. Greta wrote alongside the clip in which she mouthed the words of Lady Gaga's paparazzi. So I'm assuming that song is going to be in the background so I can't play the clip. All right, and it says right here, thirsty women in my husband's DMs not knowing that I run his social media. Question, if you're in a relationship, uh, who is this over here? I got to get this person right off this off my screen. All right, this thick girl, that thick Latina over there. <laughs> Jesus. 
All right, would you, if you're in a relationship, would you have your wife cancel her social media? And would you have your wife run your social media? I mean, time-wise, I run his social media? I don't know about that. That's a new one on me, but I get it. He, he probably has no interest in it, but he needs it. All right, there she is right there. She was a track star. As a matter of fact, I believe if the story is correct, Robert Griffin had another wife or another girlfriend, another white woman, and he left that white woman for this white woman, and she was a track athlete at Florida State. I believe she was a tr this woman right here. Let, we got to look up some pictures of her when she, because I think she was pregnant here in this photo. So this isn't a great indicator. I believe she was a social media influencer when she met RG3, and I believe he left his first wife, right? And then, or first girlfriend, when he went to the league and then he bounced to this one. There's a picture of her at her, in her track outfit, and she looks scrumptious. Hold on for a second. Let me pull this up right here. Let's go to my Google and my feet picture collection. Hold on for a second. RG3's wife. Wife track. If I, my memory serves me correct here. Let me see here. Yes, yes, yes. This, this is it. This is, this is the girl. All right, so let me see here. Yeah, he upgraded on his Kaylee. So this, I believe, yeah, he got divorced. So he did have one wife. I believe this was his first wife, a plain Jane Becky. He had him a plain Jane, and then he upgraded to this girl, the Florida State track athlete. These photos were a little, yeah, this is her. I knew I had it right here. So, yeah, where's his first wife? And she was an influencer already. Look at her. She got that. Look, 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 look. Ring on finger, white girl, cheesing, Kool-Aid smile, ninja. It goes, listen, I've been victim of this myself. I've done it too. <laughs> I've done it too. It's, it's, it goes without fail. If that was a black woman he was standing next to, he will not be cheesing like this. Big ass Kool-Aid ass mouth showing all the teeth. Ninjas always got to show they teeth, like uh, Ice Cube said. <laughs> He's smiling, grinning ear to ear. And she snuck in there, and she got the nerve to now be checking on the other women. Hey, Greta, you're, you're actually hypocritical. He was married, and you snuck into his DMs. And that's why she runs his social media, because she out there, she knows how it works. And she knows he's vulnerable to get snuck in on. Let me find another great picture of her. Here she is throwing the javelin. Yeah, she, you know. And there she is pregnant with them. Ah, she got him. She got him. <laughs> Where's she at? Hold up for a second. Let me see. Let's go live to their wedding, their recent wedding. I do have some footage of their wedding. Let's see here. Oh, yeah, that's them right there. Yep. She got him. Got his ass. <laughs> She was like, hey, um, can I sneak into your DMs? And he was like, yeah, but I want to run your social media. Yeah, sign that off right there. Sign that off. Knock me up. And got him. Got that ass. All right, so that's why she runs his social media, because there's his first wife. Woo! She mad? Look at that, man. She looked like Jack the Knight. Jack the Knight. Jack the Knife. This is first wife right here. And this is his upgrade. He was like, upgrade you. Let me up, 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 upgrade you. <laughs> and she got that baby in her. Let me see if I can get a good picture of the first wife. This is the first wife that was down for him when he was at Baylor. 
when he was at Baylor, he had this right here. He had the sloppy yogurt, the plain Jane. And then he went to the NFL. See this them right there. Ooh, yep, yep. He leveled up, leveled up. Hey, if y'all mad, he leveled up. This is him when he was broke and he was a dusty and he had this plain Jane right here. And then when he got to the league, look at him, kissing all up, holding. Yep. Mm. Brandon, hey, look, one more time. <laughs> my, my theory is running and holding. One more time. Grinning ear to ear next to a white girl. It, it, somebody disproved me. Somebody disproved me on this. I don't play no games right here. Let me, let me look, look again. Look. Ear to ear. Every single picture. <laughs> I'm going to find one. Look. Okay, let me find one. Let me find one of him standing next to a black woman. I'll wait. <laughs> Hold on for a second. Look, ear to ear. Oh, he got a but no, this is the first wife right here. He kind of smiling. He like, damn, I really gonna be with her for loyalty reasons. All right, this one he not smiling. He's smiling ear to ear right here. Sand all in his gaiters. See, look, no white woman, no smile. Like there, no white woman. Where's the smile at? Right there. You playing for the Cleveland Browns? That's why. All right, let me see. Let me see here. Let's see. Let me let me see if I can find them next to a black woman. Where we where we at here? I can't find one. Uh, I'm gonna be here for 50, 11 years trying to find this picture. All right, no smile. No white woman. No smile. No woman. No smile. <laughs> All right. Anyway. All right. So, uh, Greta, man, you kind of a violator here. You violated this rule, and now you got the nerve to call out 304s for jumping in your man's DM when that's how you got your man. Greta added the jokes on you in the post caption, also with the hashtag thirsty. Uh, Griffin32 later responded to his wife video by dropping a collection of crying, laughing face emojis in the comment. He said, You the best, baby, you the best. <laughs> Griffin, the first round. Oh, okay, we don't know that. He says, The couple. Uh, who is currently expecting their third child together, a baby girl. Third child, he put he put three babies in her. She must got that good, good. Uh, a baby girl often shares playful videos of themselves on social media. There she is there. Oh, there she is. Boy, they will show you, man. She like, that's my man. I got him to put that right there. And he, and, and RG3 said, I'm happy. RG3 is can't get right. <laughs> I think RG3 is can't get right from the movie Life. He's like, I'm happy. she said, I, I've locked it in. Now, I don't think the first wife even has kids. That's why she was like, I got him. I got it locked. Got him. Got him. Yep. She was like, can't get right. Go ahead and put it right here. Here we go. And she got that big-ass wedding ring. All right. Unfortunately, his career didn't work out. He was a little bit, I would say, ahead of his time. Obviously, Lamar Jackson, and they kind of are in the same mold. Back in June, Griffin crashed a promotional shoot for Greta's glowing fitness company during filming. I'm going to call her Greta. Was seen holding up booty bands for her online workout before an excited Griffin appeared in the background. So this dude sound like Russell Wilson. Please let me see this video. Hold up for a second. My computer might crash. 
I gotta see this video. Here it is, right here. What it do? We over here selling the booty pants. Get your booty right, booty right. Woo I'm not even gonna delete that honestly. Oh, she oh, got it. Booty bands coming off. <laughs> hey guys. She definitely from Finland or Sweden. She has that Swedish English accent that is also dis delicious. Booty ride, booty ride. I'm not even going to delete that. <laughs> yeah, she from Sweden. She got to be from Sweden or Finland. That's how my roommate sounded. I had two Swedish roommates. At different times, she sounds like my first Swedish roommate. Let's see where she's from. Greta. Greta. Greta, Greta, Greta. Greta, what's her last name? I don't even know. Oh, it's Greta Griffin. Where is she from? She definitely European. She got that flat back to European thing going on. Canada? No, 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 no. Estonia. Estonia. She's from Estonia. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. She's from Estonia. She definitely, them Europeans, though, that's a little bit of a, that's a weak sore spot for coach. <laughs> All right. Anyway, man, let's get to these super chats. We almost at the year. Here we go. Here we go. Estonia. What's next? Transylvania? All right. Transylvania is on the next one. Some of these women y'all like be from Transylvania. And they got the Transylvania. Like, they look nice when they 20 and 30. But by the time they, then they start looking like they from Transylvania. <laughs> and then you stuck with her. And then all of a sudden, when you turn 40 and she's 45, or you're, you're, you're both 45, she looks like your mother. Have you ever seen that? They out together. And you like, and they got three kids, three light-skinned, mocha-complexed kids. The kids got good hair and bad hair at the same time. And then you see the woman, you like, that's your wife? She didn't gain pounds. And then she looked like a witch. You know, she, her nose and her chin and mushed together like Kaylee's. It looks cute when you Kaylee age, but then when you see 45 and 50, her nose and her chin merges. And then she looked like the, she looked like the mother. Sorry. She looks like the dude's mother. She looks like the dude's mother. You'd be like, what? Like, how did that happen? Like, when y'all were younger, y'all probably look close in age. But now that y'all 45 and 50, one, you, and he's in shape. He's all muscular. And then the woman's not muscular. She didn't let it go. She looked like the woman in the ring game uh, video. And I was like, is that your mom's? Or that's your wife. What? Dad, what are you doing? Playing the ring game? Yeah. That he made, which is okay with me, because he could definitely be fucking bitches right now. And he's playing a ring game in the kitchen. Leave my man. <laughs> You'd be like, how did they even get together? Like, how did, what did they see in each other? Well, when they were together, when they were younger, they looked like this here. When they were, when they were together before they put kids together, <laughs> this is what they looked like when they was in college and high school. And he was like, damn. 30, 25 years later, 30 years later, she looks like his mother. And he's still in shape. He's handsome. And all of a sudden, all the pictures, he's not smiling with the Kool-Aid smile no more. And you like, you know, something's not right about this situation. All right. El Chingon says, Coach, I'm pushing 30, but the junior college is 
calling. Don't be ashamed of this. Don't be ashamed with your affinity to like junior college girls. I know people will always make you feel bad about it. I don't feel bad at all. All right. You can call me whatever name you want to call me. I don't feel bad about it. That's just what I like. Kevin in the building, he says. Uh, look at my African-American over here. Look at him. Are you the greatest? You know what I'm talking about? I do. All right. Shout out to Dr. Dre in the building because gas high, grocery high, free agent for life. Yeah, what, ladies, what makes you think? I mean, you better be scrumptious. You can't just be no normie woman. Well, come on and move in and I'll give you, flood you with sex. Most of you brothers would fall for that. Men in general would. And then they uh, flood you with sex. And then you fall for it. And then you start working backwards, asking you for solutions. Coach, what's the solution now? I warned you. Albert Ingram, you might disagree with this one, coach, but I think voting doesn't matter. They don't push the agenda regardless of who's in office. Um, 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 I, I get what you're saying. If voting didn't matter, people wouldn't pander to ninjas. <laughs> so that's what I'm talking about. Look, I know what you're saying, but people, Hillary Clinton wouldn't come over there and dance. Kamala Harris wouldn't dance. Kamala Harris wouldn't claim to be a black woman. Um, Hillary Clinton wouldn't say she's got hot sauce in her purse. Joe Biden wouldn't say, come on, you ain't black. I mean, listen, that's how much voting matters. Without that vote, they don't get in the position, period. Without them doing that, without them, do so it matters to an extent. Sure, there's going to be, you know, they're both a different wing of the same bird. Uh, yes, I get it. But without that, without Kamala doing the, remember Kamala was breaking it down? Kamala was like, and she ran around here being racially ambiguous, but kind of leaning towards I'm a black woman. And they had y'all out here. The president looks like me or the vice president looks like me. And then when she got in there, she was like, thank God I'm the first Indian East Asian woman in the political office. Oh, sorry. I'm a person of color. Then y'all be in here fighting. Y'all be in here fighting, and she has zero stitch of black American in her. Zero. Zip. Mm. <laughs> Not one piece. She's more West Indian than anything. She's 0% black American. She's 0%. Uh, look at my African American over here. <laughs> look at him. Are you the greatest? You know what I'm talking about? Like, she got 0%. And it ain't even up for debate. But nope, <laughs> you will give her a black card and take mine away. Hold up. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. I can't play this game no more. <laughs> like what? You will literally take mine away. You will. You ain't black enough. And she's 0% black. But y'all ran with it. See, if voting didn't matter. Stuff like that wouldn't happen. But it happens, which tells you to an extent, like in California, voting rarely matters because the Democrats, they got it locked in. You know what I mean? Like, there's nothing you can do. If you're a conservative Republican, since, since Ronald Reagan, there's nothing you can do. All right? I don't care what y'all do. Y'all can go up there and have a whole bunch of high-rise Trump trucks with big-ass Trump flags running down there. There ain't nothing you can do. It's locked. California is locked. 
but many states are wide open. Arizona, Florida, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Nevada. And that's why when I lived in California, the president never showed up unless it was a major fundraiser. Neither the Republican president or the Democrat president never came and stomped in California. Why? Because it doesn't matter. It might matter locally, but it doesn't matter. Georgia is always in play, and that's always where they show up. And then when they show up, they come with a bucket of chicken and hot sauce. And they bring out the damn reverend black church preacher, a la South Carolina, and then they market. Boom. If voting didn't matter, Joe Biden was getting his ass kicked through the whole primary. He showed up in South Carolina. He left all the other states. He showed up in South Carolina. He brought a coon preacher with him and a bucket of chicken. And they proclaimed him the winner of the primary. Oh, he's the obvious winner. I was like, he was getting drilled and finishing fifth in every primary. If you think voting doesn't matter, <laughs> he was getting drilled. He finished behind Booty Gig. And Booty Gig was a mayor of Indianapolis. Booty Gig cleaned this clock. Voting doesn't matter? Come on, man. <laughs> Reverend Chicken Wing. They showed up with Reverend Chicken Wing, and Reverend Chicken Wing said, Joe Biden, I'll give him my blessing. And they declared him the primary winner the next day. So voting does matter. When it comes to, when it comes to certain people and whatnot, who's going to get that vote? Who's going to get that vote? He's the man. So it is what it is. It is what it is. All right. I, if you guys want to see proof, because I have a good memory when it comes to that, Biden was getting like third place, fourth place, fifth place, place in every primary. He won South Carolina, and it was a wrap. They was like, they was like, Game and it was one man that swung it. It was a black preacher in South Carolina. And that led to Joe Biden being the president. To this day, voting don't matter. It matters big time. But you just it just depends on where you are. That's just my opinion on that one. Uh, Ed, the 304 detector, shout out to the, come on, we'll work it out crew. Come on, just come on. Come on. She didn't promise nothing. Just come on. Jack Vendetta, RG3, out here looking like animal from the Muppets. Wow. You guys are hardcore, man. Shout out to Marcus. I got you on that one. Big time. Uh, let's see here. David B., all right, sorry, I, I might have said that. I might have said that wrong. He says, the last pro-black here, he says, shout out to the coach gang, appreciate you. He says, the Celtics coach is now in the league with Tyler Summit. Yes, the former Louisiana Tech basketball coach program. Oh, that was a mess. And I think I was in coaching at the time. I think I was just kind of getting out of coaching. If you don't remember that story, Tyler Summit, he's the son of Pat Summit, Pat Head Summit, who was who was the, um, the you know, the coach of Tennessee for all, like, damn near 40 years. And she basically wrote a ticket to Pat Summit to his son, to the son. And he, I believed he was going to get the Tennessee job. And they left the Tennessee program forever in limbo because he was basically going to go to these other stops until Pat Summit left. And I, I believed, I might be wrong, that they were going to give him the Tennessee job and keep it in the Pat Summit name. But what does he do? He ends up, yeah, Pat Head. That was her name before she married. And by the way, Pat Head Summit was notorious. She got married.
but then she was notoriously had a long-term relationship with one of her assistants. She didn't get fired for that, though. Mm. And they were a couple. Uh, but I'm giving y'all too much information. But but Tyler Summit is banging one of the blondies on his basketball team. I got to pull that up because we're not at the three-hour mark yet. I forgot about that story. And he basically was had his ticket. He had his ticket to, to passing on the legacy. Tyler Summit, a uh, player. Relation. Oh, he got her pregnant. I remember that. God dang. Where's Tyler Summit now? He probably coaching high school ball. So Tyler Summit is basically going to get the Tennessee job at some point. And he just has to cakewalk and coach at Louisiana Tech. He got that job with very little coaching experience. Like he was a just an assistant for like a year or two. And then they gave him the Louisiana Tech job, which was a prestigious job at the time. It's not so much anymore. And then he impregnates one of his players. <laughs> this one. <laughs> or allegedly impregnates her. He coached prison ball. But no, it wasn't a prison crime then. I mean, it wasn't a prison crime. But which, which one of the girls? It says right here, he impregnates one of his play. I remember that. Yeah, that's definitely, that's a fat L. Yeah, he. I think he was an assistant at Marquette, and they gave him the job. This the this the girl he impregnated allegedly right here right here. This the girl he impregnated I think. At low at a college job at a at that time a prestigious college job, all he had to do was mail it in at Louisiana Tech, and when Pat Summit retired, they was gonna walk his ass right into the job, and he fumbled it. That's a fumble. Who had that knowledge, man? Shout out to you for that. That's some extensive knowledge. I think that was Dave B. That's similar to what Udoka did or whatever his name is from Boston. Walked it. Guys, sometimes you have it right here and you'll fumble the bag. Wow. He's an assistant coach for the Fairborn Skyhawks. That's got to be a high school team. He went from Tennessee head coach to an assistant high school coach. Oh, his wife is the coach. He's now the assistant under his wife for a high school team. Guys, guys, <laughs> let's just talk about this. Let's stop fumbling the bag over some peace league. We've all been there or we've all been close. Just go and pay. That's a double L. You an assistant under your wife for a high school team. Yeah, man. Hey, we've all we've all made dumbass decisions with our salami. No government name. I heard that Udoka's also smashing an executive wife, a white lady. He says the team wanted to suspend him and keep things in-house, but the executive wanted him fired and leaked the info to Woj or and Sham to make the info public, which is why we're getting speculation of him resigning. Okay, I'm more that's more of a believable story. That is unreal. That brother had the Boston Celtics job. Hey, man, that, what happened to reparations? Remember, I always tell you reparations. Chris, even um Dave Chappelle said it. Y'all going to fumble the reparations money, so why get it? That is a situation. Yeah, he'll, he will quit, Jeff. He will quit. He's going to resign. Just like the guy, Robert Sarver for the Suns. He's going to resign. He's got to quit. He's got to quit. He, he, he fumbled it. But, um... 
this is a fumble of a reparations check. I know he's Nigerian, but he fumbling a check. Wow. That's absolutely insane. So people are like, this is not a big deal. This is a huge deal. He'll have to resign. And they'll pay him. They'll pay, you know, he's lucky if he get paid. Okay. Um, I got you. Um, um, I got you, brother, on uh Avery Vans talking about, yeah, I hear you on this one. And uh, I understand that too. I'm I'm in full agreement. So I have to figure that out. Cause I was thinking about that too. Last one. Man, I can't pronounce this. So I'll call you. Let's see if you have a name. I'll call you Mr. Sony in the building. Shout out to you, Mr. Sony. You said nothing. And I appreciate you for being here, but I cannot pronounce that first name. And I believe it's an African name, but, you know, my people. I can't pronounce your names. I'm used to Shaquanda or Tata Alicia or Daquan or Davonius or something like that. Or for my white counterparts, Carver, Taylor, Braden, <laughs> Hunter, whatever last name, first name you want to go with. Cameron, oh, whatever, whatever last name, first name you want to make a last, whatever last name you want to make a first name, have at it. Jackson, <laughs> they always try to name somebody a last name. This is fan Jordan. These are last names, y'all. These aren't first names. Why y'all making last names? I came up with a last name, first name. It'll be sounding fast. Harper. Her name is Harper. That's a last name. I actually coached a lot of kids when I was in uh, coaching. And I always had these names, man. First of all, it was K names for white kids. Kylie. Kaylee. Krista. Kristen. Kate. Katie. Caitlin. <laughs> it's like, shit. I had a team and I had six K names. I was like, Kaylee, Kaylee, Kate, Kate, Katie, Katie, Caitlin, Carly, Carly, Kaylee, Kaylee. I was like calling them all the same name and they all turning around. But I coached a high school team. I swear I had, I had five or six K names. I gave everybody a K name at that particular point. Everybody gets a K name. You get a K name just so I could call somebody out. And now, yeah, I had a Casey. I had a Casey, a Katie, a Katie, a Kate, a Caitlin, all on one team. I was like, man, this is going to be damn, this is going to be devastating. And I'm already, that's why I'm bad with names. That's why I'm bad with names. I can't, I can't even keep that up. I had a Kate and a Katie on the same team. I'm like, that's the same name. Yep. I had a Krista. It was actually crazy. I was like, I'm going K crazy. So it's either that or it's either um, that or a Hunter, Tyson, Jordan, Harbor, Harper, Jackson. Like now we calling people last names now. Let me stop. So black folks don't get mad. I'll be talking about the white folks too. All right. That they, they, with the names is out of control. I can't keep up with all that. Yeah. Krista, Kristen, Christy. Chris, Chrissy, even if it's not a K, it sounds like a K, C-H. It's getting out of control. All right, shout out to the Coach Gang. Thanks for everybody for joining us. Let me clear the deck, make sure I got everybody that contributed to the day show. I really, really appreciate the support. Three hours in the books. We will be back probably later than normal. I got a videography thing there, makeup work. 
um, that I got to get done. El Chingon said, oh, I got you already. And Rational Rationality says, Arnold Schwartz Ninja terminating that musty dusty in the building, man. Appreciate y'all. Shout out to the coach gang, and we'll deal with the wife in the bit. Let's go ahead and deal with everyone's wife. Are you serious? I, I, I had a chili dog for lunch, okay? I'm a little bloated. I, I did like 18 loads of laundry today. No exaggeration. Pretty sure it was 18. I'm tired. I haven't showered in three days, and I smell like a bag of onions. Is any of this turning you off? Nothing. No, I, I, I don't want to cuddle. I know what cuddling means. Cuddling means that at some point your pants come off and I have to do things. I don't want to cuddle. I won't go to sleep. Are you serious? It's a school night. Those are my pants, not your pants. Can I help you? Did you lose something? Seriously? I'm on my period. Are you pouting? Are you seriously pouting right now?